I'm trying to You're create comedy. Scene. Yes. Well, no, I'm trying to create comedy like right now. I know. That's, As we that's speak. funny. <laughs> that's funny. I'm helping you create comedy. This is Angela. And this is Jen. We're from the Anomaly Podcast. You're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. <laughs> Hello, folks. This is Rico, and I have with me Chris Clemente playing right field, because I always have to say that. Hello, Chris. Uh, how you doing there, Rico? I don't know what that voice is. I don't know what it is. I thought it was, I was maybe trying a, to do like a, Was it a little uh, like Johnny Carson or what? Maybe. I was trying to go for like a baseball announcer, like Bob Euchre, but it didn't quite come out right. Just a bit outside. You probably oh, just well. worn out your Arnold impressions as we've been sitting here for oh, 25 yes, yes. minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah, saying to Chris uh, when we got started, I said, I, I would love to have uh, Arnold do a, uh, like a comic convention and, and Chris to get up and ask him a question. And So, yeah, so Chris, why don't why you have a chance here? Because I know Arnold listens to my podcast. Does, yeah. So why don't you ask Arnold a question about something? So, uh, you know, I look at you, I see you uh, there on, on the stage and you know, I notice, you know, your your body is is not looking as good. You're lumpy and kind of bumpy, and you know, what is your routine? Maybe you know, I can help you. You know, Chris, he's crashing off the stage. He's coming at you. <laughs> I think he's gonna punch you like that camel. Yeah. yeah. No, that would. By the way, that would never ever happen because if I met Arnold, I'd be like a uh, child. Yeah, I know. I, I he'd be. You know, I I had an opportunity last weekend at the at the uh, the the Comic Con that I it was here. Shatner was here. Last minute edition. I mean, seriously, I got up that Saturday and found out he was going to be there on Sunday, and I only went Saturday. So so the only reason I brought that up is like you know I've got like a list of about on a hand you know uh, entertainment icons that I'd love to meet and be Shatner, you know Arnold. It'd be a couple of them, and you know so mm. it's. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I met I, I met Shatner, and it was it's definitely a uh, starstruck starstruck moment. Well, the guy he's everywhere. Pretty soon he's going to be like it when a new car dealership opens. He's going to mm-hmm. be there because so I, I'm not really all that concerned to finally see him because he actually comes to the he was here at Motor City Comic Con in in Detroit like last year. He was at the convention as well. When I saw right. the thing online, I thought, is that from last year? Because I, I knew I, he wasn't on any of the stuff, the literature that was around or the postings I- until like two days before the con. Like, was, I don't even know what motivates him. I think I mean? he like, just does it. I think he likes to do it. I think he likes to stay active. I think he, he does multiple conventions and weekends. Like, he was only here on Sunday, and I think he was at some place, some other con somewhere on Saturday. I mean, that's, that's insanity. It is. I, He's I, 83 I, years old. Uh, I Like I've always said, I wish I hope I'm as active even now as he is, <laughs> at my age now, as he is at 83 or whatever. So uh, Yeah. You say that he's everywhere. It reminds me of that music video um, by Bruno Mars that had Leonard Nimoy in it where he's just sitting on his couch and watching TV. Oh, right. And, and yep. he's changing the channel and Shatner's there and Shatner's there and he turns off the TV. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, it, is, it is weird when you do meet some of these people that like are sort of icons. Like I'm meeting Shatner, meeting even when I met David Carradine. Yeah. Uh, and 
you know, he's passed on now, but like when I met him, it was like all of a sudden I'm in front of this guy and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> like, and he was very intimidating. Yeah. You know, so it, I definitely get, yeah, I get it, you know, being in front of, and Stanley, I still, I never have done that. And that's my only one I'm regretting that I didn't do last time when I was at a convention, but oh well. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about today, though. No, well, in, in sort of a somewhat related way, but yeah, we're here. This is podcast It'll be 541. It's going to go out next weekend. So that'll be the, let's see, the 31st. Yeah, the 31st of May. Gosh, it'll still be May. It seems weird because we have Memorial Day weekend this weekend, which is kind of early. Three-day weekend. But, uh, yeah, oh, my gosh, need it so bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, amongst other things, but anyway, yeah, what we're going to talk about, Chris and I, since we're we're big, big comic fans, and we've been really enjoying uh, a couple of series this year, especially one new one, and mm-hmm. one that's been on for a couple of seasons, but we're here to talk about uh, Arrow, the TV series Arrow, and The Flash. Run, mm-hmm. Barry, run. <laughs> Yes. It's like may the force be with you. I think it needs to be. I think it's required by by law <laughs> to be said in at least once per episode. So yeah, I mean <laughs> that you know. Remember, in every episode in like the first season of Arrow, we got you have failed this, this city. city. Yes. So before we go one step further, I'm just going to say we are going to talk about these shows up till the. Through their current seasons, season Mm -hmm. one full of of Flash has aired now, and the third season of of Arrow has finished. So we are going to spoil the heck out of all this stuff, talk about it in and out. So if you are not caught up or if that bothers you, stop now, come back later, whatever you want to do. Hopefully you're caught up by the time you hear this goes out. I mean, it's going to (laughs) be a week or two after the, uh, the, well, let's see, Arrow ended last week. So a couple of weeks after they end. Yeah, I mean, you know, we it just would be really hard to to discuss them spoiler free since Yeah. Or, it, it would, would be, be it would be impossible. Here's we, our spo- here's our spoiler minutes. free part of the review. We I, I like both shows a lot, especially The Flash this year. Yes. Flash uh I think as I've said multiple times has been my favorite show on television this year. Yeah, um, mine too, I'd say. Yep. Because I well, first of all, I, my son is is it's his, it's his favorite thing on TV, um, and he's always like, "When are we gonna watch the new Flash?" And so it's like I kind of and I'm I look forward to it. I don't usually watch it when it's on because my son goes to sleep at about eight o'clock, so um, I watch it with as him all little day. children should. Yes, and, so. and 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 little kids should watch. And, and you know, my daughter loves it too. It's like a, it's a it's a it's the it proves that you can have a hero that doesn't have to be. You know, angry and brooding that you can have a, a hero who's... You mean who's, it talks like, hello, what's going on? You, you failed this city. No, that arrow Where, doesn't do where's that. Where's our trigger? Where's our trigger? <laughs> oh, my God. That Batman video from a few years back that came out after the second Batman film with Christian oh, yeah, Bale, yeah, you know, great, with, the, with the Joker where he's, yeah. like, interviewing the Joker... I can't understand you. I, I, I can't understand you. And that 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 guy that did that, he acted both roles. I think, if yeah. I remember right. Yeah. If you've never so. seen that video, I'll hunt it out on YouTube. I don't know what it's called, but uh, it is hilarious. So. And I, and uh, the one thing that makes me interested um, in what little we've seen of Batman v Superman uh, is that the voice of Batman is like a modulated electronic thing, which I think is an interesting way to go. 
you know, I think that if you did yeah, have... you know, I, without going off and talking too much about yeah. that, I'm not sure that's going to be the way it is for the whole movie, though. No, it's probably just that suit, right? I think the so, mask. yeah. That would be my but guess, it, yeah. But it would be cool, I mean, because they did that. They do it on Arrow. Uh, well, he, they were doing it when he was talking to, like, you know, Lance or whatever. A little versus on the phone type of stuff, right. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. But, um... Uh, have we have we have you done Arrow on the show? Have you talked about Arrow? Because well, let's few... let's start with that. I guess I, I I've yeah. only talked about it. I've never really covered it in depth. I've never like devoted a podcast to it. I've mentioned it. If you know, I, I I tend to talk about like during the seasons of these shows. Like I'll say like, hey, I really liked you know, these are the shows I'm watching. But no, I've never really given it uh, its okay. due. One of the things I wanted to talk about with both of these shows, since we're both comic book fans and readers. Before we get into uh, the shows too much, I, I just wanted to say I and, and I wanted to ask you about it as well. I'll, st- I'll start, and we're going to probably start with Arrow. Mm-hmm. The um, I, I've always enjoyed Arrow or Green Arrow, really, as he's called in the comics. The the Longbow Hunters, the, oh. the comic series, you know, that that kind of reinvigorated, restarted the character years yep. back in comics. If you're a By comic Mike. fan. Mike Grell. Mike Grell, yes, and and, and, he, and he also did the he they had a regular Green Arrow series that started uh, after after that with Mike Grell. Yep, uh, I'm a big fan of him. So uh, so I'm I'm pretty versed in the character, and I, I you know I've loved the the comics. Now the show is not that no it, 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 in in the tiny little bit, but I at least wanted to mention. Uh, that that I I know those comics pretty well. I don't really, frankly, know the Flash very well. I've read it very mm. hit or miss, and most of my Flash knowledge is actually when he shows up in other right. things. So I, I've read I've read a lot of Flash. Yeah, I thought you, I knew you had. So so at least I wanted to say that uh, up front, and 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 also the, the fact that you know that the Arrow show is not really the Arrow that's in the comics uh, no. at all. He's a very goofy jolly character generally speaking he's a he's he's a jokey kind of character um yep he's like the light guy you know what i mean like if he was hanging out with batman he would be the guy telling jokes um yeah and he can be a tough guy too oh he, yeah in the yeah, comics but I mean, he, he he but he he is nowhere near like the character is on the tv show he, no. he's in not the, that in character. the comics he's very, he's older He's older, number Usually, one. Usually, although they've they've redone that a little bit occasionally. Yes, in the new Fifty Two Green, uh, Green Arrow. He's a very, younger they've guy. Sort of, it's a, actually they've sort of kind of the, the when they really started him up in the new Fifty Two, he was it was very uh, TV ish, and even they've taken yes. Diggle Diggle from the show and they've in, introduced him into the comics. Yep. Uh, as, as a different character, you know, he's older than Oliver, substantially older and. Because uh, Oliver he, is younger in the comics. In yeah, the, in he's, that like a, he's basically like about 20 years old, I think. Yeah, he's even younger than he is really in the TV show. Yeah, so. the show he's in his, I'd say he's like 30-something. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be basically playing roughly the guy's age, maybe a little younger. And I, I really, think, yeah. I think what accounts for the change in character is that basically, you know, Arrow is our Batman substitute, right? He's, kind of, yeah. We don't get Batman on TV. We have... We have Kid Gotham. Batman. We have Gotham. <laughs> kid who, Batman. Which, yeah. I think that the kid that plays Bruce Wayne and that is excellent. Um, but we, so so Arrow's kind of taken on a little bit more of Batman's traits. 
My name is Oliver Queen. After five years in hell, I have come home with only one goal, to save my city. Now others have joined my crusade. To them, I'm Oliver Queen. To the rest of Starling City, I'm someone else. I am something else. Yeah, he's definitely well. Well, you know his his big, you know, going back a little bit. I mean, the you know his big thing in, in season one, you know, in his big crusade was you know saving the city, and it still kind of is a little bit. He protects it, Starling City, and each uh-huh. season there's usually some build up to, and has been some build up to something that's going <laughs> to pretty much devastate the city and the people yeah. in it. So Detect- uh, Lance goes, oh, is Cindy city under attack? Must be May. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> did he have that line? He said he some... did have that line. It was did in he? The very in the last, last episode. episode. When his yeah. daughter comes Must to be him. May. It's the city's yeah, under it, attack. Yeah. His daughter comes to him to say there's something really bad going on. He's like, oh, is city's under attack? Must be May. Because he was like trying to get rid of her, you know. That is, um, uh, I, I, I know he says that, but that, that actor who I think is fantastic, I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, in anything I've ever seen him in, uh, he did that Dresden show uh, a, mm-hmm. a few years back, which I thought yeah. was great, and I, I was sad that it didn't continue. But anyway, uh, he has a way of delivering lines sometimes that yes. that you don't always catch the words perfectly. Yeah, he's very uh, he's got he's a very toothy speaker. Yeah, know? well, he's also British, I think, or has it? I think right. Maybe Irish. I don't know. He's got. Know. He's got some kind of. You know. He's got one of those foreign accents. You know. <laughs> I don't really understand the way he speaks sometimes. But but um, what we should say mm-hmm. that is interesting is that in the first season he was like capping people. He was just killing everybody. Arrow was yes. Yes, he was. He was yes. Degree, and that was like that was the thing that actually kind of like. Woke me up because you like, liked that, didn't you? Didn't you? I was yeah. well. I gotta admit, don't like, just lock up the bad guy to have him escape next week. Right, kill him. Well, yeah. I thought it was interesting because, like, I didn't know what to think about Arrow because the, my like Green Day done Green Arrow on Smallville, and it was like, yeah, it wasn't the with, same with the supernatural guy, and yeah, it well, just was like. Well, I read, I read, uh, I read something about. Uh, well, actually, that actor wasn't from Super or from, what, what from did, Supernatural. I don't what know. Well, it? he was on there. Yeah, he, he, he was one of the football game? guys or whatever who ended Jensen up went, yeah, on, went on right. to he Supernatural. Was, but it's the uh, he was the freaking, coach. He was the coach. I'm sorry, Justin like Hartley or something like that was was the guy that uh, was the arrow on um, you know the um, Smallville. Yeah, the Green like, Arrow or whatever. And 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 I read basically that they were trying very much to. To disconnect the show's Smallville and and Arrow when they started it, so that's kind of why they chose a different actor that they picked. Uh, that they didn't use that same actor that was on Smallville. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I was kind of like, well, I'm 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 gonna watch it because I'm a DC nut. So of course, Justin I'm gonna, Hartley. Yeah, that was him. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the uh, show, but then he starts like capping people, and I'm like, what the. Green Arrow doesn't kill people. What is going on? And he, I mean, and and like basically, like you're saying, in the first season, his dad gave him this book, and he's like, "These people are all bad," you know. Yeah, these and people have messed up my city. They're they're doing something nasty that that's hurting the people that live there. And yeah, yeah he just was going down. A, he was, as they say, you know, taking a list, checking name, whatever, whatever that phrase is. He was like, so he was killing. Well, guys. he wasn't taking names anymore. He was just crossing them off the list. 
You know, yeah. he's just crossing names out. Well, killed that guy this week. Next. Right. Who's next? Now, I mean, you know, I find it interesting that they went that way. And, of, and of course, have have him obviously decide, okay, well, I've killed like 75 people this year, and now my best friend is dead because of me ostensibly, so I'm going to say I don't want to kill people anymore. Which was interesting, but still, he did have a whole season where he just didn't care. He's putting arrows. Yeah, the, I think. I mean, a little. I'll be the little, you know, defensive or whatever. I think he kind of. He did care. I don't think it really was quite um, like Deadpool kind of attitude of killing these people. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, that's you true. know what I mean. I mean, I think he did care. I think he just realized that. There usually was it was sort of I call it the the look call it the Dexter method. In other words, he pretty much these guys were bad bad people. In other right. words, he vetted them. He knew it, it wasn't just like you know you're on my dad's little book here. Bang! You know it wasn't like he showed up. Hey, you're John Smith or whatever. Uh, you're on my dad's list. Dead. You're dead. You know. Right. It, it, there was a lot more going on each episode, and it usually. And he didn't kill all of them, you know. There were, you know. So I know, I know. I'm just. Saying I know what you was, mean, though, a little bit. But uh, he was liberal in the very first episode. There was a scene where he pretty much killed like ten guys uh, with arrows, and he put an arrow through dead dead shots eye. Yep, yep. Which so was, which was cool. That was a cool little origin for that character. Who yeah, are and see I, part of part Smith? of it I think for me at least that the way I've seen that and and looking back on it even even maybe a little even more now when because you know one of the, one of the things I like about the show I've I've heard different people have different opinions I'll, you know you I'd like to hear what you have to say. We've talked about it obviously before mm-hmm. doing the the podcast, but the show has and they've continued this process or this this way of doing it you know all three seasons. They do the shows always usually are broken up into a couple parts. One, they show flashbacks of Oliver's time, five years, you know, he was basically away from his city, mm-hmm. you know, on this island and sometimes in other areas of the world. Yeah. And what, I w- what I'm getting at is because of what he went through during that whole time, he became basically somewhat of like a pretty brutal killing machine, both to sort of stay alive and also to handle situations that he got into sure it was basically his experience so when he got back to the city he was he's kind of a wild man you know in a way he's kind of we're starting to see that yes now on the show we're in the last in the finale of this season you know basically he tortures a general and by just shooting arrows into him yes right right so because he caused his friend's uh son to uh die yeah, um, yeah, and and, so, he, and he's yeah he became he became you know uh, you know they they have that little say whatever he says I have to become something else or whatever that crap is that they <laughs> my name is yeah. Olive Queen yeah After but five years in hell yeah. I came back to save my city <laughs> to my friends I am the arrow or something and then but to save my city I must become something whatever it is yeah it, yeah it, it, I like it, the. It's, <laughs> But I like Felicity. I, I like Felicity's. Uh, she sort of paraphrased that in that last episode, right? And uh, yeah, I know we'll talk a little bit about you know what do you, what do you how do you how do you shorten it? Olicity, yeah, Oliver and Felicity. So Olicity, so the the Hollywood term of mashing up names of of a couple. But 
I have some thoughts on that. Yeah, we'll we'll be getting that here in a second. But the uh, <laughs> but yeah, he he. So I think he, I think it works. I think it makes sense that he was pretty brutal at first and has kind of come back from that. I thought it was a little weird because Tommy, you know, his friend dies in that first at the end of that first season. Uh-huh. That that was the trigger for. I I did never really got the connection. Like, well, gosh. Um, I'm not going to kill people anymore because Tommy died because this other crazy guy set off his this dad. little machine. Yeah, his dad. It turns out really his dad killed him, truthfully. Yeah, the problem Malcolm. is that his dad is Captain Jack Harkness and can't be killed. Yes. So he's very reckless. Oh, I love John Barrowman and, you know, yeah, as Captain Jack, a- as Malcolm. I mean, I'm kind of – he's kind of a, a duplicitous and nasty guy a little bit off and on on the show, but – I'm so glad, kind of, that they've kept him around, just because oh, I, yeah. I like the actor a lot. So oh, yes. uh, I was so happy and pleased to see him uh, show up. On yeah, the and they did a and lot with him this year. On it, so. Yeah, yeah. Especially this season, he's been a big part of of this season. Yes, um, and he'll be on the Legends of Tomorrow show too. So right. Cool. Yep. Uh, so so yeah. So in you know. And then the second season basically dealt with this Slade character, Deathstroke. Who was awesome. Manu Bennett, the actor there. And by, by the way, just, just to get it out of the way a little bit, and, you know, I, I love the cast on, the, on, on both these oh, shows. Yeah. I mean, I mean there, to me, there is no weak link. They're all fantastic. I think they fit their characters. I just think they got great actors in, in a lot of these. And some are, to me, just, I, I just like everyone on both shows which which i've always said many times doing the podcast over the years that my level of enjoyment for a movie or a tv show it it really revolves around the the characters and you know kind of like the cast they kind of mush and blend together but Mm -hmm. if you know i if i really like and 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 enjoy the actors and the cast and their chemistry i mean i'm there you know what i mean with the show it's why Star Trek I've always enjoyed so much because most of the time the casts were just fantastic together. So right. so that 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 to me goes a long long way, and, and that's a good part of why I love both these shows. So uh, I agree. I agree. I think it's it's very well cast. I think that the Stephen Amell is is great uh, as uh, Oliver. I think he's a probably a better actor than people give him credit for oh i think Um, so too i think the guy's got along you know i think he can do uh i don't know if you've ever watched any of his he does a lot of stuff uh on youtube oh yeah he answers questions fan friendly he's a great well he's got a lot more people will sometimes say that he has you know he's kind of stiff a little bit on the show but i think that's his that's the script that's the character that's his that's what he's supposed to be like a little he's (laughs) he's supposed to be containing all this crazy that's you always know. how I've read it. I've never looked. Yeah, and I th- but other people quite, don't. I think, and and he's, he's a lot he's quite different as as the yeah. younger Oliver Queen. I think he's, he's funny. He's uh, but he's super personable though online. You oh, know, yeah. he you know if you watch any of his stuff, uh, he's he did some recent convention stuff that's up online. He just did a con like a week or two ago. Uh, yeah, check it out because he he's really and I I like the other thing I like about it is he really is nice and answers people's questions. I've always yeah. we've talked about convention stuff before, but I, I've got a lot of res- respect for actors when they go to those things and they actually like listen to the questions, answer it. Don't just be try to be cute and funny and sarcastic. Uh, oh, you mean don't be um, don't Marina be Brent Sirtis. Spiner, <laughs> or, Marina Sirtis. Well, Marina, 
Eh, she's she mixed. She's mixed on that though a little bit. She usually does a little bit of both. She yes. she can sometimes be a little bit more one way or the other. Yeah. But uh, but no, I think he does a great job. But anyway, uh, so go ahead and say what you were going to finish about the cast and stuff. You're just um, it's just a, it's very well. Uh, both shows. I know we haven't got to Flash yet, but I think Flash might have a little bit of an edge. I think that uh, they're a little. They seem to be a little bit more of a. I don't. know, My wife mentioned that she kind of likes the group on the Flash better than Arrow, and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, but I'm 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 attached to the characters on Arrow. I. I and they they've all um they're all they all seem to have the, to be like very into it like when you like if you follow any of them on like facebook yeah or, well i think the flash like, can situation a little bit is is they're they're all pretty similar ages for the most part and there's also they're a little bit there's a it's a bit of a smaller cast too it that, is you know you now know, we've had three years small. of arrow and they've had a few other people kind of peripheral and uh so, Although the Flash has grown, when that last episode, uh, there's sure. certainly a lot, a lot of characters there. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, and they've had. We were talking about season two, though. We should probably. Get yeah. That. So Slade, you know, uh, I, it was okay. I, I really, I think it was after the first season. I think I didn't maybe. It might seem a little strange, but I don't know if I liked the second season as much as the first. I I liked it. I um I enjoyed it. I liked I thought that they <clears throat> they kind of built up Slade's backstory pretty interestingly. I liked him showing up in Starling City as like with I'll, his I'll, iPad. Yeah, and, you know. I'll tell you what. What always probably bothered me about his character, or not his character, but the storyline, whatever. Yeah. Maybe his character too. But you maybe know what I'm going to say. I do. I, I I've I've never really gotten the the whole. That how much he hates and 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 despises and just wants Oliver to suffer because yeah. of the death of that uh, shadow, right? Shadow, yeah. Because it's like a threes company situation. It's like yeah. it's like if you really knew what happened, if I could tell you for a minute, you would understand that it's not like I had a choice. It's not like I was even given it. You know what I mean? It was so like. Well, yeah. It, well, obviously Slade wasn't there when it happened. And, and, right. and for those that may be listening, but don't really know and don't care about the spoiler things, Oliver was, was, there was basically two women. It's uh what's her Sarah. name? Sarah, Sarah, right. Sarah, who was on this uh, island with him at the time. And there's this character shadow. Uh, and there's this bad guy. Which what was his name again? Uh, oh, I know. crazy the, scientist guy that invented the Murakuru, or was yeah, after he was. Them. He's actually a character from the comics, and I can't put my finger on. I'm his I'm trying name. to flip through Wikipedia here and find his name, but but anyway, and they had, he had Oliver and the two women there on, on like kneeling down, and he basically told Oliver, decide which one of these two women I'm going to kill. And I don't know if Oliver even really basically said anything. He doesn't. I think yeah, he, he doesn't, right, at all? Does he even, he like, turn his like, face or whatever? Does he turn no, towards... He tries, to, he tries to get up in front of the gun, and the guy, I believe, just shoots... Shoots Shadow, shot. right. That's what, I believe, that's what my recollection is. I have to watch um, it again. But it basically, it was like a no-win scenario, like you said. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you could do. Uh, and, and he wasn't the one that pulled the trigger. You know? No, he was tied up. <laughs> so, 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 and then later on, Slade finds out about this, and he basically blames blames Oliver for Shadow, who he loved, this woman who he loved, and you know that for his death, and then that drives his hate, brings Slade back to Starling City, and then 
basically out, sets out to destroy Oliver and everyone that he cares about. So uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, there was a what what you did get out of that was some shocking moments, like him killing Oliver's mother. Yes, who we we haven't talked about, but we should mention that she sort of was a very Machiavellian character. Yeah, who, I kind of miss her though a little bit because I, I, do I, I thought it kept a family element that we've kind of lost now. Even though we've got you know Daddy Merlin around, who's uh, and you, you know, know Thea's still around. Thea's, Thea's uh, you know Thea's uh, actual father. So, but the uh, last episode of the season. You know, was very cool with all the Mirakuru guys and yeah, you know, the, yeah, Team Arrow kind of uniting and I, you know, yeah. The, the only thing about those times when I have trouble with is he, he has trouble with like one Mirakuru guy or know, whatever, and then there's like, like a whole of city of them, and they're like, ta- there, there's their group of them walking down the street taking bunches of. But they them had the they had the out. cure. Forget. Remember yeah, that? they were shooting the cure into them. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but it's still um, it always becomes a little hard to you know somewhat, but. but so, but anyway, what yeah. really got me yeah. excited about Arrow, even in the first season, was it was all of a sudden became like it was all of his shirtless times, right? That's what. You oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> he is. He's very handsome. The guy but, is um, built, though. I mean, he he doesn't. Yes, he he, is, they, they got a guy who could definitely pull off the physical part of it, and you believe that he can do it. You yeah, know, but um, it became like a dec- Like, hey, you remember this guy from the comics? Like, maybe you do. But if yeah. you do, you're going to yeah, be rewarded sure. because now you're getting Deadshot. Now you're getting the Suicide Squad. Uh, you know, Roy Harper. Yeah, you're getting Vertigo, and yeah, uh, you know, you're getting yeah, Roy Harper, who they even kind of alluded to his like addiction storyline with the in in in, in the comics with him getting with this mere crew, and even almost like losing his arm, if I remember correctly. And all the Lances, of course, Laura Lance. You know, yeah, you know, you got Black Canary, and now even in the show, she's got her Canary Cry of a sort, which is interesting. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thanks to Cisco. Yeah. Yeah. So I dig all that because I, I know. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I do and, too. And a lot of this stuff, these references are sort of, you know, like my era of my main, my growing up era, which is, like, you know, 80s and all that. Like all these characters. Like I'm like, I remember that guy. I remember Captain Boomerang has showed Captain up. Captain Boomerang. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it makes yeah, does... When we talk about The Flash, yeah, well, you know, they definitely have some funny character names oh yeah and and i love that the reasoning like because in the comics you're like why would i be a villain and name myself captain cold it's like the worst name ever yeah uh, yeah you know they kind of come up with a funny reason for it which i i get a kick out of yes um uh but yeah i mean I, i i understand like the thing with arrow is that they do like big arcs you know, like with a lot of pieces. Yeah. Yep. So it does. I, it does get to the with the point. flashbacks. The you know. In, oh including, my gosh. Yep. So at, there is a point where like the season's over. You're like, oh, thank goodness, because there was so much to keep track of. Yeah, and the other um, thing about uh, to finish out season two a little bit for me yeah. at least is I, I, I have to say for a guy who was like whacking people right and mm-hmm. left in season one. For everything that Slade did, and I know this was all about Oliver not killing and his redemption, but for him to basically leave Slade alive after the end of all that, you know, yeah, I thought was like really, <laughs> really, that, yeah. But you know, he's, I, I, I know why, it, yeah, and it works. It makes sense to me, it probably. But there's always two parts of my brain that basically, when I'm watching these things, there's the part of the brain goes, "Yep, if I was writing the show and doing the show, that's probably the way I would have done it." 
But then there's the other more, you know, animal part of my brain that's like, kill the guy. He killed your mother right in front of you. He yeah. put a sword through her. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so that, that's, that's my conflict, I guess. I just sort of like, I know why. And I, you know, I know it's, uh, you know, it, you know, it's part of allicity though. You know, that's all, you know, I, I, you have to be better than he is, you know? I know. And he makes out why Felicity, <laughs> he makes out Felicity in that last episode to fool him into thinking who he loves, even but though he like, really does I love really her. I really do love you and all that. Oh, aren't like, they so cute together? Come on, Chris. Come on. I'm going to sway you by the end of this to you're not, to Olicity. Not yeah, no, I am. No, because I'm really bothered by it. Um, <laughs> so season three? Season three, uh, I'm happy with well, season season three's first episode. It's like Team Arrows in full force. Like they're, they're working with the cops and sort yep. of, and yep. you know, everything's going smoothly. And then... Oh, we're gonna kill off uh, a character. Yeah. So they kill. As we off. said, we spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But they uh, kill off Sarah Lance, yeah. who was Canary, the first. Who, by the way, is is coming back. It seems. Yes, she is on yeah. on Legends of Tomorrow. Because in comic books and in comic book TV shows, no one ever really completely dies. Well, we have introduced in this season a thing called a Lazarus Pit. So. Yeah, and we got. We got uh, not jumping over to Flash too much, but we've got time travel and Flash. So guess what that I, means? So, so they all right. have their options for bringing people back. And I was really bummed out because I like I like that character. I was like, oh, you know, I like her. She's a, oh, ab- absolutely, yeah. She was she, she was kicked butt, and and she seemed like a good fit for Oliver and all. And a, that's probably why you don't like Elicity, so, you know, because because you, you like sir, right. you like. How, how do you put Sarah I, you're, you're and Oliver together? Not, you're actually dead, dead wrong on that. Oh, really? But, that's um, not why you I'll, like you I'll, like Sarah together with with uh, Oliver no, better. I'll, that's not the it has why. Nothing to do with that. I'll uh, I think it does. No, nope. <laughs> but um, the thing that really now, so like a lot of this is like, okay, who killed Sarah? What happened? Da, 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 right. They, they spend many quite a few episodes de- about that, and they and they lead devastated. you to think it was uh, was Roy for a bit. They lead you so, to think. Right. They prompted. One like the a trope I hate in superhero stuff, by in, in this show by saying you know what the brainwash trope or what? No 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 no. The, I'll tell you. Hold on. So like they say you know what my like uh, Laurel says my dad's been through enough. You know. Oh I that part. Oh. So they go how many episodes? Ten. A long time till about Ten what? Ten episodes. Three or four season. Yeah, a long uh, time without her without the girl who's dead her father does not know and they keep Keeps calling to him. His, calling her phone and nothing yeah no and they're one. like saying you know yeah she's bit, i'm sure she's fine i think i saw we saw her but she just didn't have time to uh, it was yeah like, well and and laurel starts pretending to be her and is up on catwalks yes. and things like that and, and basically failing, like failing like, badly by the way <laughs> yeah well anyway that's a whole other part of the but so the trope i but, hate is when the city turns against the hero that is basically saved their ass oh that part times. of it not not I not hate, the just lying I, to somebody when somebody's no, no I that hate part when the hero becomes like oh now we hate you oh oh i hate that. well that's that my happens. problem with not to spin off but that's my problem with the superman trailer of the superman batman right. movie well i don't know how it'll come about maybe there'll be a reason for it in in the in the uh the movie itself but i'm thinking and guessing it all really is a reaction to what happened in man of steel that, that the well, public I mean, is kind of really, suspicious. It's a way to go for them because clearly they're sort of uh, re- responding to like a lot of the criticism of like, 
you know, we did want a Superman that punches people, but we also want a Superman still that that cares about people and wants to save them. Yeah, uh, you could be bad or good or whatever, but you know, if you go over that line, we're gonna hate you immediately. Bang, right. done. So yeah. I mean, I, so I, you're I, right. I, that I, is a trope, and that it, it is it I is used. Uh, well, Arrow has bounced around with that, you know, pretty much its whole run so far. Yeah, you but know? they were in there finally in a good spot. I I just. You know, You're right. They were, and I and I and I I'm completely with you on that. That I I miss the fact that they were being sort of out there in the open, supported, yeah, a team with the police, and they they've they've really tried to. And I know you you you're the one that accuses me of this and says this all the time. <laughs> well, you need conflict. You you can't. You know, you got to have some. No, you know. I so know, you, you, you you know. But uh, but they they split up the team though. You know that causes the team to kind of rift. Over I, the, I know it was it was know. definitely like made for some good television. I just don't like it as a it's it's it seems disingenuous. It's like it's happened in Spider Man comics and the movie. Oh yeah, I believe. yeah. You know, it's like why would people hate Spider Man? He's been shown saving the city multiple times on television. Well, you know what they say. This is the other part of the whole trope that they always bring up. Unlike let's say let's use an example of like Tony Stark and Iron Man in, in Avengers, where the public knows who he is. He's out there, you know, saving the world, even though half the time he's causing most of the problems, too. But they always use this. They always use this. Well, there must be something bad about this guy because he's wearing a hood and a mask. And so what has he got to hide, you know, type of a thing? Well, maybe he doesn't want people knocking on his door when he's out there, like, busting, you know, criminals' butts. And, you know, Guido's cousin finds out Oliver Queen is the arrow. And come on, you can figure out why a guy... You know, I, I don't want to talk about Daredevil, but you you know why a guy who's out there getting mixing things up with bad people, why he doesn't want everyone to know who he is? Right. <laughs> it, 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 they always make it like, well, you must be a criminal because you don't know what, want people to know who you are. No, I don't want people to know who I am because I'm going after some nasty people. Not only <laughs> so, that, like, look at what like celebrities have to deal with oh yeah exactly you don't think of a celebrity could be like you know two different people that they that they wouldn't do that you know like in other words they're you know on on, you know we never really knew what like meryl streep uh really looked like (laughs) in all of her movies you know that somehow they have some way of like you know i I know they celebrities sort of do it actually they're always catching photographs of them with like baseball caps sunglasses you know uh remember the did you see any of those pictures from the recent Star Wars celebration where some of the new young actors, did you see that one picture where they were walking around the con with yes. masks on? <laughs> so so the reverse kind of effect in a way where uh, they're hiding their identities. So that, I know. It's you like know, I saw a picture of um, Michael C. Hall who played Dexter, and somebody found him in like a Home Depot, and he's like, you know, wearing like cargo shorts and like sandals or whatever. And it's like the guy can't even like go get some tools without – you know, some <laughs> well, he like, wasn't Home Depot. He was buying some plastic, some ropes, oh, and you some know sharp that that knives. Was, you, know, you know that joke was made. In the <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Oh, so, uh, but the point sake, point just... of this is, is is that you know the the, the trope about the police and the public yes. fearing somebody because they don't exactly know who he is, and the same thing will happen with uh, with Superman with them not knowing you know who Superman really is, except when he's flying around in a costume. So, uh, except for the fact that there's a guy who got hired at the Daily Planet who's a six foot four hunk with just happens to wear glasses. Hey, take those glasses off for a minute. Oh, put them on. Wait, put them off. Yeah. And that is, I think, the the smart thing they did with with that movie is that Lois Lane knows yeah. who he is. I, I'm fine with that. It's like, yeah, of course. 
Yes. You know? So anyway, so yeah, I'm with you on that situation. And I don't like that. I never have. It makes me. It's like it's like when people get falsely accused. I don't like that either. Like on shows where like, like you know, somebody gets accused of a murder they didn't do, and you know they didn't do it, and it's like it ru- I just hate that. But I, I definitely hate when the hero is the bad guy. Yeah. So I like when like when Spider Man swings by and like you know everybody gives him the thumbs up like Hey Spidey thanks. Yeah. And like the cops yeah. are shooting at him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm with you. Um, because also, I, I start to wonder when stuff like that happens. Like, you know what? Screw you guys. Screw you, Starling City. I'm just going to stop. Exactly. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, uh, I'm like, I'm sometimes, you know, personally in, in, in life, a little bit like that dinosaur in Toy Story. I don't like conflict. You know, it's like the first time somebody like boos me as I swing by as Spider-Man or I shoot an arrow, you know, to, to stop a purse snatcher or a murderer or whatever. Exactly. And, and like, the, you know, somebody like goes patooey on you and I'm like, okay, I'm hanging up the bow, you know, we're done. So yeah. uh, you hurt my feelings. You hurt my feelings. Uh, so get, so season, yes. So the third season of Arrow was basically, you know, start out that way. Sarah's dead. Da, 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 da. They find out it's, you know, brainwashed, uh, you know, Speedy, uh, you know, Thea. Yeah. I like it when he calls her Speedy, though. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, called- yeah, which was like the nastiest thing in the world to do. Now, remind me, maybe now, yeah. I, I, I guess we could sort of anticipate there was a reason, but was it too... Why did Merlin really do that? <laughs> I, you knew what I was going to ask, right? It yeah, seems kind of convoluted to me. Am I the because he thought that it would get Raj off his the back? The league would find out about it, and somehow, like you we blame saw Arrow him. or something. Blame yeah, uh, somehow blame Oliver, Oliver and go after him and, instead of take the heat off basically him a little bit. Is that all there was to that? I yeah, guess. I I guess. Yeah. I've always found that that was a little weird. It was, it was a way to mess up the team to get Thea all messed up. And thank God she knows that Oliver is arrow now too. God, that went on way too long. I mean, I mean, God, everybody else knows. (laughs) It's just like people on a different TV series. know. it was getting to the (laughs) before his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, uh, but um, yeah. So the main thrust of like the second half. All right. So like this actor uh, Stephen Amell, he pulled a fast one on on the fans. There's so what happens is, so so Ra's al Ghul is like, all right, well you know, I'm gonna come after you. You're know, gonna come kill your sister because you know, or or uh, what is it? What's her name? Uh, Nissa. Yes. And she wants revenge for Sarah, and he's like, I'll take her place. I'll challenge Raz Al Ghul or Raish. They they can't decide on what they want to call him. Raish or Raz, they change it. Everybody says it. Well, the guy who was playing him, the actor that was playing him, I think was saying it was the proper way, in my opinion. I always thought Raish. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So Oliver goes to Nepal on a mountainside, and he's like, I'll challenge him. Which was a cool, cool scene, by the way. I don't know where or whatever they, how they did that, but um, I I actually... That was actually Stephen Amell's answer to one a question that uh, a recent con he was at. I, I heard uh, them say, uh, I think it was the Philadelphia con a couple of weeks ago that they had Wizard World, and and somebody asked him about what was one of his favorite things, you know, that he's done, and that that scene where he fights Raish on that like snowy little mountaintop shirtless was was of what course. he said. Yeah, and it, it was, was very cool. 
It was awesome. Even though he got his a, butt kicked. Pretty oh, I mean, he got briefly. I mean, it was like he's not a sword fighter. I mean, that's all no. there is to it. He does not. So you know, basically, what happens to him is he gets stabbed through the chest, and then Razal looks Hulk pretty dead. Put, yeah, looks dead. He boots Kick, him off. The, kicks him off the side of the mouth. Not to mention, he he drives his sword through him—a big, big, wide sword. You know, not just a little pointy Sulu, so, Sulu sword, but kicks him off uh, the mountain was, for good measure. And so, like, then then he's, like, he's tweeting or whatever, saying, well, it's been a good run. And Oh, God, did he do that? I didn't realize yes, he that. Did. I, he, did, he did the Starbuck thing, you know. Like, oh. So, like, he kind of, and I'm like, well, that's an interesting. And, I mean, I, I wasn't really buying it because, basically, he was back in the next episode. Oh, they, they didn't the, even, like, it wasn't even much of a tease because I think the previews kind of alluded to that he was going to be back. No, you saw a guy... No, yeah, it was something. Were... There was like somebody going walking towards his body or something. Well, yes. for anybody who knows the comics, I guess I can't really divorce myself, but I mean, basically, you and I both knew they at least some... had the Lazarus pit, even though that's not what they ended up using on him, no, which, which was, was interesting. Uh, but, but um, so that was like the mid-season finale in December. Yeah. And then like when the show came back, you know, it was sort of dealing with him coming back and uh, and all know, the rest of them left at home trying to keep things going and having. And you know, you know Diggle is wearing like the arrow suit. And <laughs> yeah, poor Diggle's always out there in a leather jacket, no mask, and a gun. So he finally got to put the arrow suit on. <laughs> but they, um, you know the, how they keep telling him. Oliver is always telling him, you know, you really you should need cover mask. up or hide, you know, or whatever. And yeah. But then, so then, the, for some reason, because uh, Oliver survives. Raish or whatever you want to call him decides, you know what, you should be my replacement and I want you to be the next one. And Oliver's like, say what? And he's like, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> be, the, be the basically the head of the League of Assassins. League of Assassins. Yeah. So, sure, sign me up for that. Yeah. So until he says yes, he sends the League of Assassins to start pretty much terrorizing the city and trying to kill everybody. Yep, messes messes with them, basically goes after all of them, pushes, 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 and then gets to the point where, well, I'll really make you do this, and and kills his sister, kills right. Leah. You know, and so the only solution through is the gut. Yeah, Merlin says, "Well, we got to take her to uh, Nanda Parbat." Which is where the League of Assassins are, and we got to put her in the which, Lazarus. How many times did they bounce back and forth between Starlink City and Narnda Park? Uh, it's, it's that private jet flying. Like, oh my God, it was like every other week they were, well, why don't we just stay here for a while? <laughs> I believe that's probably got to be like a 24 hour flight. Oh, it's in the other, it's like I always have visions of it being like near Nepal or something. It you is. know, like, so that's what they've said. Isn't Nepal. it? Yeah. Yes. So it's like, we're not just talking about going over to the Rocky Mountains here. So. so uh, so they bring him to the so he's he's like okay he brings her to the Lazarus pit uh, and she leaps out of it all crazy loony like in the comics you, for you about a minute out, and then she pretty pretty quickly gets okay. her senses back although I wonder still if it if they're gonna have any lingering you know effects because in the comics you don't come out of the Lazarus pit right you come out of it pretty like, messed up yeah like animalistic a bit if I remember right in some of the times yeah because yeah. like Jason Todd came out of the Lazarus pit yeah he was he just, pretty pretty animal yeah. Yeah. So so, she, so she's back alive. So basically, he made a deal that that if you know, even though he killed her, you know, Raish killed her. If you save yes. her, I'll be the new Raish. So now I'll yep. get you I'll get one thing in here. Mm-hmm. Why I never believed for a second that Oliver was really going along and with this whole thing. Never no, for one second. I didn't. Buy but it. all of his buddies, all of his friends. 
who should be his friends, In- including like completely the, the... swallow it whole, even as much or more than Raish did. That he was basically going through with all this. He was being this bastard, basically. Even and, the lady uh, he made sweet love to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and... so yeah, so I. I thought that I I mean he did a pretty good convincing job of it. He kidnaps Diggle's wife which which I I like Diggle. I like Diggle's attitude. He always has to me like the most sensible like pragmatic. realistic pragmatic right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, he says something later on to Oliver about like, you know, I don't care if you were playing a game here or whatever you were doing. You you right. took you took her you left Away my daughter, kid alone yeah. when you yeah. took her. And you put her in danger. I don't care what you were doing. That was wrong. You know, basically. Yeah, he was pissed off at him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he should be. He should be. You know. So. So. I mean, I think that's a reasonable uh, reaction for anybody to have. I don't care what yeah, game so we, you know you were playing. So. Uh, we have two episodes with him as like the heir to the demon. Yes, the um, heir to the demon. Yeah. So basically, like Rachel Ghoul is like, okay, everything's going smoothly. This has been about a month. I, I, I'm buying it. Okay. So basically, what we're going to do now is we're going to go to your city. We're going to destroy it with this uh, toxic. Uh, yeah, which happened to virus, blend in with the backstory the, of of uh, right, the backstory. Yeah, this uh, Alpha Omega is not what it is. Yes, you know? the Alpha Omega. The L. Yes, the um, Alpha Omega. So what a good basically, name. Oliver's plan was to go on the plane and just to crash it, so that nothing well, everybody would work. die. Basically, of course, yeah. it doesn't work. Um, no, no. <laughs> and they uh, basically have a big league of the League of Assassins uh, gets, and the virus ends up being inside of people and. Uh, it's a, it's a, it was a, I thought that was a pretty interesting way to do it. You know, when they cut mm-hmm. the, the throat of one guy and all of a sudden everybody starts dying. Right. Uh, because the, they're, it's sort of airborne at that point right. or whatever, right. Rather than it having to be spread by the, the chemical like it did in the, uh, in the past when Oliver. Yeah. And so, Oliver, right. yep. Oliver basically ends up having a big, like dramatic fight on the dam with Ra- Ra's Shao Ghul and kills him. And and then Rache is like, okay, yeah, I, I knew I chose right. <laughs> yeah, as he's lying that, there, as he's dying, and then and then uh, and then we get to have uh, you know Oliver fall off the dam. By, shot by, some... by, by the way, let me tell you, I don't care what armor you have. If you get shot by that Barrett sniper rifle, you're just you're you're missed. Your your chest is just. <laughs> you would be. He'd have a big dude. It's hole. it's it's League of Assassin armor. It's really yeah, good. Whatever. It's real. It's really good stuff. It's like mithril. I saw a, a so, lot of uh, those assassins go. It was down made by stuff. elves, high elves. So uh, I believe there was a scene where they went to get Oliver, and they were shooting League of Assassins dudes like no tomorrow. When, yeah. Oh, so he, we so forgot, we have the what I call the Iron Man three scene where. Yes, uh, I was gonna say we forgot to mention <laughs> Felicity uh, swoops in. With uh, yes. with Ray Palmer's armor, uh, I was gonna say we forgot to even bring up Ray Palmer, who I like. I like Brandon Routh. I, I like his him as an actor. I think he has this kind of funny, you know, kind of just goofy. He's he plays the part well, and, yeah, uh, and I still Ray think every Palmer. time I see him, I still think he'd have been a good Superman slash Clark. But but um, but and so Ray he Palmer's, yeah uh, he buys Oliver's company. Uh, yep. And because he's another billionaire, um, yeah. which in the comics, I'm not I'm Ray Palmer is not. But they kind of combined Blue Beetle and right. Ray Palmer because Blue Ted Cord is a multi-billionaire who is Blue Beetle. And they kind of I think for some reason they couldn't have Blue Beetle 
I don't know exactly what it was. Yeah, I think there's a weird yeah. rights thing there. Yeah, there is. So they kind of combined uh, Blue Beetle and Adam, and so basically uh, Felicity has a little fling with him because yep. Oliver's like, "I can't be with you. I can't be. You know with that you. whole bull crap." So like, she has a thing with. <laughs> See, with that's him. why you should like Elicity. You know. I, all right, I'm gonna. I'll tell you <laughs> right after this why I don't okay. like it. But um. And and he so he ends up kind of making like an Iron Manish type suit. Yep. Which yep. um which is kind of and he doesn't it doesn't work right. Which I think yeah, is yeah he has cool. trouble with it. He doesn't fly quite right. He doesn't have any how to work things. Um, so and you we, know, he kind of helps us. He helps them out. He, yep. He, and he flies around and Oliver kind of bu- makes fun of him because like you know big deal you got a suit but what do you do without the suit and you know. well and they had that one time where Oliver's trying to lay low because of the whole like they think yes. you know his arrow and and he's using uh he has that control mechanism where Oliver's using using his yes. moves with the suit which I thought was kind of a cool idea that was neat yeah well I, I like but, the fact that they you know they 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 comment so much about instinct and fighting ability versus tech you know that they that that bring they bring that up in this show they bring it up in flash uh, and that there's more to it than just, you know, gadgetry. <clears throat> Felicity Smoke? Hi. I'm Oliver Queen. Of course. I know who you are. You're Mr. Queen. No, Mr. Queen was my father. Right, but he's dead. I mean, he drowned. But you didn't, which means you could come down to the IT department and listen to me babble. Which will end. In three... Two, one. I'm having some trouble with my computer, and they told me that you were the person to come and see. I was at my coffee shop surfing the web, and I spilt a latte on it. Really? Yeah. Because these look like bullet holes. My coffee shop is in a bad neighborhood. If there is anything that you can salvage from it, I would really appreciate it. I don't have any problem with Oliver liking Felicity. Or oh, Oliver. yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. No, so. the problem I have is what it actually does to Felicity's character. It cre- it turns her from like... To a, a little teenage a, girl with a crush? Yes. But I, the crying, I, I, I hear you. Oh, Oliver, I can't believe you're doing this. What do you mean? Well, Oliver's not bad. I don't understand. What's going on? <laughs> she was the I'm one like, that thought he was still alive, though, beyond all the rest of them. But, of course, know, she, she's in love like, with him. I just couldn't take it. And it, it, her character was such a cool, like... You would have preferred that it would be more mutual, right? Yes. You would have been okay with, with it being she looked a little too love-struck versus yes. him. Even though I he agree. kept saying, you know, I can't really be with you. I can't be the the you know the arrow and the guy. I need to be and do that and have basically yeah. a life. Because and, she stopped uh, being basically stopped being that cool like oracle type character. Like if he and, had pursued her just a tiny bit, it would have probably come off better for you. I think is what you're right kinda, because yep, she's I know so, it's just I, turned I, her into this I, like blubbering like. I, I like, see it, and I don't disagree with it. I just like both characters a lot, and I course. like the fact. Yeah, you know that. I mean, I and Felicity, I have to say, is probably you know, Oliver's pretty up there too. But I mean, it's just that she, she wore is me the, so she much. Wore me the uh, f out this year is all I'm saying. What did you with, say? With, she wore me the f out. Oh, what, gotcha. Okay, all right. I didn't you know catch I mean? the. I didn't catch the first part of that. Yeah, you're Sorry. right. Well, they all kind of did a little bit. You know, the uh, the on again. You know, they they put them into you know all these conflicts with each other a little. But uh, 
But yeah, anyway, just yeah. With Mulder and Scully. When Mulder and Scully got together, it just wasn't the same anymore. Well, that was a that's a whole <laughs> I look at that as a completely different than this, really. Cuz cuz God, it, it took 10 seasons. It took 10 years for that. So, and this so, is this has know, been kind of, you know, a, a, a much quicker. But um but anyway, sure, whether whether was. yeah, whether it's there or whatever, I still think she's a fun, interesting character, and of, and, and obviously, and yeah. she's the dry. She's the a lot. She's the connective tissue. With she the has dry. some of the uh, you know they have on YouTube. She has some of the best lines in the show, though, for all three seasons. There was one. Right. I think it was season two, maybe, maybe it was this year, maybe it's two. I think it was two, where she says something like, when, "When basically each other every other week we were having a big reveal of somebody else would learn somebody else's secret identity," you know, yes. and, and she had this line like, "What." She, she's talking to somebody over the little, you know, their little radio earpiece things. And, and it's like, I don't know he knows you, you who you are or whatever. I, I'm having trouble keeping track of who knows whose secret identity or something. That's right. She, it was great. It was. I don't know yeah. exactly when she said it or how she said it exactly, but it, it just, it was so perfect for the situation, you know. She's always got some great one-liners like, and, like that. Um, but so when the season ends, like, they drive off into the sunset. He's yeah, done being the arrow. Decides, I don't yeah. want to be arrow anymore. And then now we've gotten his fake, his next fake out, which is I'm I've worn the arrow suit for the last time. So um, what? He'll be green arrow now. Exactly. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's the obvious choice. So. Uh, so. Um, so let's do Flash. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. When I was a child, I saw my mother killed by something impossible. My father went to prison for her murder. Then an accident made me the impossible. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary forensic scientist. But secretly, I use my speed to fight crime and find others like me. And one day, I'll find who killed my mother and get justice for my father. I am the Flash. Let's do Flash. And I don't think we, yeah, we, we, you know, Arrow's good. I mean, it's just, you know, a lot of fun coming back season four next year and yeah. watch it if you haven't. Uh, and the other thing we didn't really mention, we can talk now when we talk about the Flash, is the, the thing I like so much about now both of these shows is they blend them. They've oh, had yeah. they've had all these crossover episodes with some of the characters. Or, you or know, just cameos that that aren't even like like a crossover, just like right, right. That's I'm what show I yeah. Here for a second, you know? yeah, and, right. Like Laurel shows up there, and you know Cisco's yeah. there, and he he helps build her a little canary cry thing, and you know they obviously had the big one where uh, where Oliver as the arrow comes onto the Flash with uh, well to go back. Let's start back uh, where it began, which season two of Arrow, yeah. We're basically Barry Barry Allen, uh, who is the Flash, uh, played by Grant Gustin, who is fantastic uh, as the character. Uh, he uh, he shows up and as this forensic police guy in two episodes of Arrow, I believe. Yep, to help them uh, help them out. And I think at the very end, if I remember correctly, at the very end of that Arrow episode, they show him being basically Struck. hit by lightning. And, yeah, but and, and that the cool thing that he he figures out that Oliver is the uh, arrow, and yes. he also gives uh, Oliver his mask. He makes him a mask. Yes, He's that's like, an important point, right? So, so that that's how we get introduced to, and it was a very big hit from what I've read and online here that they mm-hmm. liked. They have really good positive reaction to the character, the actor on Arrow. I just thought 
in that episode, and this was, I think, it never really got announced at the time. I'm trying to remember when the episode aired versus when they announced they were doing a Flash show. But I said, my gosh, this guy's great. They need to do a yes. Flash show. He was just so much fun. He, it wasn't like just a guest starring character. There's an attitude about it that uh, was different. And, you know, he, he interacted a lot with Felicity, and they're, they're great together. Mm-hmm. They're, maybe you'd be okay with that. That's uh, Bericity. Uh, I was uh, – <laughs> or, or Fairy. I don't know. Oh, but, wait, uh, no, maybe not. Uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, so, ba- you know. How so about like, Elicity for, for Alan and Felicity? Yeah. And they kind of – so, like, basically what happens is, you know, he comes to Starling City to uh, – I forget the uh, – there was a mister, some kind of crime thing he was looking into. And I can't remember the specifics because I only watched it one time. But – um Basically, at the end, you know, he shows him in his, his lab, and he, he sees there's an explosion, and he gets struck by lightning. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's cool, because if you're a comic guy, you know, that's how the Flash gets his powers. Yeah. You know, and um, but I think there's a couple references where Felicity goes to visit him uh, in the yes. hospital. He's in a coma. Yep, which was nice uh, that they tried to show some time passing. You know, he was in this coma for a while. Felicity cared about him. She went, you know, on a... She was kind of gone from the Arrow group for, for you know, pieces of mm-hmm. episodes, most of an episode or two, and, you know, so... Uh, have they done... Have they introduced Keystone City in the comics? Because... I don't think so. Because it's right next to Central City, if I remember in the comics, and sort yeah. of the Flash kind of protects both. But, um... So, basically, it's like... The cool thing about the flat, the cool thing about both of these shows is that if you want a superhero show, you're going to get your hero in his costume doing his superhero crap like immediately, like pretty quickly. Yes. I mean, like I know, I know that bugged you forever with Smallville. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, it's a different time now. I don't think they could do. I I don't think they could do that show with movies coming out and TV. I don't think they could do the. Although they're kind of doing it with Gotham a little bit when you think about it. That's true. You know, but but, but it, he's you know he's like he's like fourteen in. year old Bruce Wayne, so it, it's not like it's it's Bruce Wayne at twenty two, not quite being Batman. That would be that a would, that would suck. That wouldn't work. So no, so I mean, so that makes me happy. Like the the fact is, at the end of the first, the pilot, Barry's in this Flash suit and he's doing Flash stuff. Um, yeah, he. I think the in the very first episode, he takes on the weather guy, right? I think weather wizard. Yeah. yeah. The weather. And you got Cisco, you know, the, again, the, the cast is fantastic. And Cisco Cisco's get, a great character. He he's names, a, a, he names the, all the super villains <laughs> and, and heroes too, by the way. Yes. Well, the, 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 uh, I think it's, I'll call it a little bit of a trope because they did it in Smallville, but mm. the, the thing they did with the flash is there's this particle accelerator experiment that goes yeah. wonky that's actually uh-huh. what causes Barry partially. I mean, you know, most of the reason he's the Flash is because of that, mm-hmm. and the reaction of that that wave of whatever energy that uh, hits him and also hits him with lightning, and he gets knocked into the chemicals and blah 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 blah. But the point is that that accident also creates a bunch of metahumans. They call them on the on the Flash. Yeah, which, which I, I mean are basically people with it, powers. You know. You're going to introduce metahumans, I guess. You and you and we've had a three you seasons. Need something, you need know, this right. two seasons of Arrow where you haven't seen 
Right. They've tried movements. pretty hard to keep Arrow to be basically be a, a crime ish show. So you know, I thought it was a cool way for them to introduce the super into the you know universe. You know, like yeah, yeah. They have like yeah. It wasn't like something that existed. Which, given the story of this year, it makes me wonder how did it happen before if whatever because there's time travel in this show but um gives me a headache you know yeah so basically like barry's uh got this team with uh, cisco and um caitlin two people who work at the two scientists that work at the um star labs star labs yes and i got my uh, t-shirt today too awesome and dr harrison wells who uh, created the Tom Cavanaugh, who is really great actor. fantastic. Wow. Yeah, he 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 is really good on this show. Um, and he's in a wheelchair because he got injured in the or particle accelerator. He? Or is well, he? <laughs> and so Caitlin, her spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah, Caitlin, like Caitlin, she had a, a fiance whose name is uh, Ronnie, who Ronnie Raymond, who as a comic reader, I knew what that was going to be, and I was yes. thrilled about that. Yeah. Um, who actually and they did is, that. Uh, so they actually did it, which was crazy to me. I oh, mean, that they uh, turn him into Firestorm. Yeah, but the fact that they actually do it with melding two people, I thought that was very. Oh, cool. that part of it. Okay, yeah. Because in the comics, basically, the professor is in his head, like they are two people, but like, yeah, it's kind of cool the way they did it, and it's neat. I, I dig it. It's a cool. It was a cool, uh, mm-hmm. cool yeah. scene. But um. So yeah, the particle accelerator causes all these metahumans, and most of them, of course, are villains. Yeah, so, you know that's one thing that I hope, and they did it a little bit. They had a couple of them that were like the bomb girl or whatever her name was. Uh, she really wasn't that bad. She was no. kind of like, you know what I mean. And I hope they do that a little bit more in the next season. I was going to make mm-hmm. a comment about that too, so I'm cl- glad that you did as well. Yeah. That, you know, does everybody who gets powers, I mean, Barry isn't, you know, a bad guy. So does everyone they meet having powers have to be bad? Couldn't they try to help somebody, like, have a week where maybe somebody pops up and, and has powers but is trying to help? And it, they could even I really like do that. a good story. <laughs> like, maybe they get hurt. Maybe they shouldn't do it. You know, not maybe. everybody is really cut out to, to be, a, you know, running around fighting crime. So, I mean, there's lots of ways they could do something interesting with that. So So basically, like, what I didn't mention is that, you know, when we find out that Barry's mother was killed by, like, this red blur that when Barry was a little kid. And a yellow blur. Or both. A a, a yellow blur and a red. But, like, he saw a person, he thought. Yeah, they show show that. They have flashback to that uh, pretty much at the beginning in the sort of opening credits of every episode. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. Yeah, Yeah. I love the opening. They do a good job. I do, too. So basically, um, so his father gets uh, sent to jail for his mother's murder, who, by the way, is played by the old Flash. Yes. which is great. And the guy does a great job as Barry's father in the episodes. It's really cool to see him. Um, and it's sort of his, it was sort of what pushed him into forensics was the fact that he knew that his mother wasn't killed by his father. And right. Barry, kind of sure. sort of, yep. Barry knew that his mother wasn't killed by his father. So it sort of is the thrust of why he's in the forensic science. Um, Plus his, his uh, adoptive father, 
uh, is a cop. Joe. Is a cop. Who Joe. Is a, I like I like Joe and uh, yeah, I he's he's great. Jesse Martin, Jesse L. Martin is the actor. Uh, John Wesley Ship is the original Flash. Yes, John from Wesley Ship. I couldn't remember uh, his name. Nineties uh, TV series. So, so you know we have a lot of episodes of like you know villains showing up causing problems and then Barry trying the to figure first, out how the first few episodes were fairly yeah. routine you know of the season yeah. although they were really you know fun I love the one it's an early episode where basically a guy pulls like a does he pull a knife or a gun on Barry as his you know when Barry's just walking down the street to right. try to mug him basically yeah, and Barry's cool. just laughing. He's like, oh, oh, this is great. He says something like, oh, the fact that you're trying to rob me, you know, and, and he's the Flash, of course, but he's in his mm-hmm. normal clothes and everything. And, of course, Barry, you know, finishes it, finishes that pretty quick. Uh, but I just like the, one of the best parts about this show is that uh, the fact that I love the fact that he he loves being the Flash, that he. He wants yes. to help people and he enjoys it, but he loves it too. Kind of, it's it's very honest reaction. I think you know. I think there that is. They, um, I think there's a lightness, yeah. And 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 he's yeah. he, you know they they even mentioned it a few thing a few times during the whole. Joe even mentions it at, like in the last episode. Mm-hmm. You know that that you know Barry don't lose who you are, kind of a thing. You know, and they always comment kind of like. Uh, I think Felicity visits, you know, a few times uh, to um, Star Labs and so forth. Mm-hmm. And she makes a comment at one time when, well, I think it's near the end of the season when they're all suspecting about Wells and everybody's kind of grumpy. And she makes this <laughs> comment. That she says something like, well, I thought this is supposed to be the happy place. <laughs> it's a hilarious sort of inside baseball comment because, you know, yeah. the Arrow is kind of the darker, grimmer type of right. tougher show in City. And where where you know where Barry's at, and and the Flash is supposed to be all upbeat and happy, da 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 da, and rainbows and puppies, and and, and it's it's just a perfect thing to say. You know, it's a great yeah, line. Yeah, but um, I will I will also say that the effects in the show are very very well done. There's a scene early in the season where Barry like saves people on a train. Oh yeah, like, yeah, that's a great scene. I mean, that's just I mean, so that well was done. Like maybe third or fourth episode. And yeah, the train's really, kind like, of like going off the tracks, and you see the yeah. cars sort of tumbling in slow motion. But since, of course, you see Barry, him like zipping in and out, but then you see him in that slow motion where you so yeah, see and it's very cool. Yeah, he basically zips in there, and they actually show him zipping in, grabbing somebody, zipping out as the train is. He can go so fast, obviously, but as the train is crashing, he can get everybody out in like three seconds in the time the train's starting to fall apart very cool yeah it was it, it for a television you know show both of these but i think the and flash the last, has the last episode had some crazy effects in it, especially the last shot was amazing oh yeah but um yeah so i mean basically you know there's this they find out that you know in their investigation that there was another they go there, there wasn't just a yellow blur right there was because they there was another one because they they do this science thing where they can yes. set up a projection to see what happened that night and a little techno babble uh, but basically yeah. they 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 realized there were two speedsters there it's speedsters and, and, yes and and, and they, the fact that they bring up the speed force just and i know i'm gonna have to say it but uh i know for a long time you thought that uh that I wells I, was 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 just future barry. future barry basically old barry or older barry and future barry because they look very similar they I do they, and i i I, I, I did not completely like i'm like oh maybe i don't i don't think so 
it didn't quite work for me uh, for a few reasons, but um, it certainly was a possibility. So, uh, yeah. but I mean, you know, it, it was it's fine. He so ba- the ba- the Flash's main bad guy is either the Reverse Flash or Professor Zoom or whatever you want to yeah. call him. Yeah. Um, and he just the reason and he's not slow. He's not Reverse Flash because he's slow. I've been asked that like ten times. Shouldn't he be slow? <laughs> Because like, he's, he's in that. reverse, no. It's just no. inverse colors. That's all. It's not nothing that more complicated than that. Well, I always um, view, viewed it a little bit as like, well, he's bad. Barry's he's bad, and good. he also his colors are different. Yeah, yeah. But um, and like he shows up in an episode called "Man in the Yellow Suit." I think is the first time that you actually kind of encounters Barry in the present. I think, but. They and then that's oh as cool. as the reverse yeah as reverse he basically he's running he's, along he basically, and, yeah what what the what they both do um, which I love is that when the Flash was talking to uh, Iris his the girl that he yeah, grew up with he vibrates his face because yeah his, his vocal cords or whatever so he it's a way for him to alter electronically almost sounding but his uh, voice so that Iris can't realize it's right. Barry. So, so like the cool thing that but they, when they did it with the reverse flash, it made him very creepy. Like the sound was a little bit different. Yes. And his eyes glowing red, and it's very, uh, very cool effect. But like, yeah, there was a whole like, what is was Harrison Wells and who is the reverse flash? Because we had a scene now where like they rig up this force field, and you're like, we can catch him in this. Well, the first so weird they, thing that happens again, you know, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I don't know why I keep saying yeah. it, but um, Harrison kills that um, that one oh, the, business or general guy. Right? That's right. He kills or, the general. Yep. Yeah. He so gets out of his, gets out of his wheelchair. And like, yeah. He just basically he's uh, walking. Right. And and he and he kills him. So uh, so yeah. like, oh, what's up with this guy? You know. Yeah. So uh, so that's sort of. But then so they just so they have this reverse flash. They come up with this way to catch him, and like, and guess what? The reverse flash is in the room, and Harrison Wells is in the room. So it's like. Oh, that's interesting. So that kind of it's kind of like having Superman and Clark Kent being Clark in the Kent. same place. Yeah. But basically, what we find out later on is that it was a hologram that Wells created. It was a trick. And then basically, Cisco yeah. figures it out, and then Wells kills him with his hand. But luckily enough, in this episode, at the same time, uh, Barry is stopping uh, the a, uh, a the weather. The weather. Yeah, wizard again. Which was a great a episode because yeah. you know, first off, he he spins to change into the Flash, and Iris is there and finds yes, out that Barry that is cool. the Flash, which I loved. And of course, I'm like, oh crap! By the end of it, they're doing this. So then he goes so fast to stop. Well, at the beginning of that episode, Chris, remember, he sees himself. That's right. He's I running at the beginning that. of the episode, and he sees a sort of almost mirror reflection of himself. And Harrison but he's says not something. Sure he doesn't know what it is exactly, that. right? And he tells Doctor Wells, and he's like, "What does he call it? A an echo or something? A speed something. speed shadow or echo speed? Something I don't know what." Force. So, uh, so right. That's at the beginning, and then by the end, Barry's trying so hard to run so fast to stop this this big tsunami. tsunami. To dis- that's going to destroy the city and save you know save all of his friends and everyone else there, that he breaks through the time whatever speed force barrier thingy, goes back uh, a day or two, days. yeah, yeah a couple, days. couple days and um, and then so he's back before like the 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 police captain gets killed in that episode. Cisco yes. gets killed. 
which yes. he doesn't Barry isn't unaware of. He doesn't realize well, that because that, it changes everything. It yeah, happen. he's unaware of that happening. But of course, Iris. That's before Iris finds out he's the Flash. So he talks to Wells about it when that in the next episode, and he says, you know, he basically Wells sort of like says, don't mess with the past to him. You know, he's like, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna create a create a ripple effect of things. You know, one little thing you change can change a lot. So, uh, so yeah, Barry doesn't quite realize what he's done. The biggest thing is, is that he goes and captures that guy before right. he can even basically he do anything. He knows where he is. Yeah. He just knows right where he is. He goes right there, bang, done. He's in the little, he's in their little, <laughs> their little <laughs> prison there in in the, at Star Labs, where they eat their big belly burgers. <laughs> their apparently. big belly burgers. Yeah, I um, did enjoy that in the last episode. Yeah. That whole that whole bit. Um, so anyway, yeah, so, so this is Barry's first run in with his ability to, to run fast enough to basically go back in time. Yeah. And, so. and like, what's cool about all this about the show is that if you are a comic fan, yeah, you get rewarded by knowing like why the flash went missing, right. And the, the red skies or that was all in crisis on infinite earth. You know, that was that whole, yeah. Well, they don't know, hold running. anything back on this show too. No. You know, like, like they're week after week, people are learning who, you know, secret identity stuff. They're, they're crossing over with arrow. They're, they're doing things. They're bringing in characters that, in other words, it's moving like a flash. I mean, they're not holding, they, they could have easily dragged on this whole reverse flash, uh, Harrison Bruce Wells ever. thing for five seasons. Who knows? Whatever they wanted to do, but, but I, I get the feeling that these showrunners do not—they're conscious of that, and they kind of have a pattern. I think it looks like of having like a bad for the year, and like that a little sort bit. Of- but I think they also wanted to basically get, you know, out of the gate, like right the right way. They didn't want to like mess with people. They didn't want to tease you. They've got plenty of stories they can do. So yes. so why why drag things out? You know, why no, there's no there's no there's no need. Yeah, so um, basically, I mean even by the end of the first season, all the main people on the show know everything that's going on. You know, yes. by even by the end even though Iris poor Iris there is is the last to find out Barry's the Flash. Not too happy about it. <laughs> Not too happy, you know, and the whole thing about it. I like the fact I thought they had some good, really good writing because there's a thing when she finds out a little later, and I think she's talking to her dad, who's who's Joe, you know, the the police guy, the police detective, and they all you they always use this line on all these shows and all these movies about, well, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't, I wanted that you to be protected, like they'll they'll right, say well, something like for- you'll you'll be put in yeah. danger by learning my secret. And then I've she never says, she, that. "Yeah, she says. Well, she has a great line. She has a great. The perfect comeback to it is. She says, well, 'Well, didn't you ever think that me not knowing actually put me into more danger?' And it's true. It's absolutely true. Right. I think it's much better to know. At least she knows she can like yell, call, dial Barry, get help. You know, something. You know what I mean? I mean, it's there's. I think it's 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 ridiculous to think that just because you know such and such is the Arrow or such and such is the Flash, that that's going to put you in more danger than if you didn't know. You know, I like, think it makes no sense re- to me. So <laughs> it's funny, like the police. It's really, yeah. It's who's yeah. his boss. Um, actually, reminds me a lot of my boss, but um, very looks very similar. Uh huh. But um, 
who's I think there was one episode where he's like, maybe somebody could talk to the Flash. <laughs> yeah, he says yeah. that a couple times. I think like yeah. uh, you guys... because actually the Flash ends up saving his fiance right from a fire. And I mean, like, so yeah. the Flash doesn't. The Flash has a so far a nice relationship with the cops, but he's also not out killing people, or he just generally like grabs people and del- delivers them sort of like Spider-Man, basically. You know, he just... Yep, or, you know, the, go. The, the meta guys, he kind of... He takes them, they do They sort of disappear with. and they, you know... I never... I, I, I have visions of them having a lot of un, unsolved and uh, non... You know, these cases are not completely closed. It's the same thing on, like, the Grimm TV show, uh, yes. Arrow, that they... You know, things happen, and and... But they kind of stop. But uh, from a police viewpoint, boy, filling out the paperwork. I know. I've always said Grimm, like, probably is, like, the worst cop in his department. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever close any cases. Yeah. Exactly. You, you just, because, They all just kind of, like, stop. Like, whatever it is, they stop. I mean, there was a couple of episodes where they sort of, like, created in the, le- in the end of this, this current season where they basically found a, some way to make it work. On, from a police viewpoint, right. without saying too much about that, but uh, but anyway, yeah, it's it's funny. So yeah, so you know, basically, finally they they figure out that Harrison Wells, and this was one of the crossover episodes where uh, Joe and Cisco go to Starling City because that was where the accident happened, where Harrison Wells, the, the real Harrison Wells, got into an accident, a car wreck with his wife, and he wasn't supposed to die. Um, yes, but, that was one of the big shockers. That basically yeah. this this future uh, Eobard Thawne, we might as well just say it. You know, it took over the the life of Harrison Wells. Yeah, he's a he's you know basically like a blonde. He doesn't look anything like Harrison Wells, and yep. he sucks the life out of him and then buries him. Yep. And uh, Joe and Cisco and and uh, Lance find this body and they find out yeah this is harrison wells yeah so who's <laughs> our guy yeah exactly yeah yeah so it all comes out and they they and the cool thing about it is that you know he's he's telling barry you know like thawn you're not you're not good enough you're not fast enough to catch me you can't beat me and then you know we have a cool the great awesome thing happens where firestorm who who started off in the season swoops in and then uh oliver you know shoots in on an arrow and oh right the team up episode yeah they team up and like not only do they you know it's like a season one team up with all those guys i'm like this show is awesome (laughs) yeah it's pretty great yeah and they they kind of combine forces and actually they oliver is able to land a couple arrows on him and one of them puts him out yep so yep very cool and that's how they capture him and uh I loved that, and then the cool thing is, like at the end, of when Oliver's leaving, he's like, "I might need a favor," and Barry's like, "Hey, man, whatever." And then that, and then, and then if you watch Arrow the next night, yep, um, the team Arrow is is you know in Nanda Parbat in, in a locked cell, and Barry comes in and he just kind of runs over there, unlocks it all, and leaves. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. He comes in and he looks at the Lazarus pit. You guys got a hot tub, sweet. <laughs> yeah, he he just when he got that that's great when they bring him in there because he you know the attitude is so fun and different. You know, then they're all in there kind of like oh you know like this, and he's like hi guys, <laughs> you know, and I, I love it. They're like, can you? kind of hop over to starling city i think something bad's gonna he's like i i'm kind of busy <laughs> yeah, kind of got, got this got... crazy guy you know who's like you know 
killed my mom and stuff. And uh, yeah, I yeah. got to kind of go back home. So, uh, so yeah, they got Wells. At, this is in the finale this year. They got Wells in one of their cells. That's rhymes. And he's, and I love the change in his character. Like now that he's just openly taunting Barry and like being just, I'm kind of evil now. I can be evil, really. Yeah. And, and he's like, I hate sick. you. You know, but now I don't really. I know why people like you. I see it, but doesn't mean I don't hate you still. <laughs> yeah. he, he hates future Barry, but he sees he he kind of is in this admiring. Like I kind of helped you grow and watched you at your science fair when you were in middle school and all this. Right, because like you know, but he needs Barry to get back home. We find out why is that Barry can run fast enough in the super uh, collider, whatever it's called, yeah. to rupture time. If he is hit with an electron and if he's going Mach 2, then it will create a wormhole where using the speed force, he will be able to access... Yeah, you got all that out time. there. That's all you got to do to create a portal to, uh, you know, right. back in time and everything. So, so basically, yeah. like this, through the speed force, he can be uh, in all places and he can. all he has to do is choose where... Yeah, they did that well. I mean, they they did that real well on how they were able to uh, have him, you know, uh, Wells was basically sort of telling him, or I should say Eobard, um, you know, you need to sort of focus and think about where you want to go, almost like clicking your heels three times together and and think about, you know, because, and then they do that very cool effect where Barry sees different points in time, some in the future, it appears to be. Yes. And and then he, he zeroes in on, you know, when his mother was killed and, and ends up back in time. The well, cool thing about that last yeah. yeah. The cool thing he about that last too. episode I liked was the fact that he he really struggled with deciding whether he was gonna do this or not, or even attempt to try because there was a lot of reasons not to try to do it. You know, right. both so both basically messing with history um, and who knows, dangerous to the city. You know, yeah. His whole thrust was like, my dad's in jail. You know, yes. he doesn't belong there. My dad did not do this. And his dad tells him, listen, I don't, 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 don't do it. You know, like this is, I'm ha- I'm proud of you. It's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. They got good uh, was, Salisbury steak here on Tuesdays. So yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm good with it. It's all right. So, so if you're a comic book reader, like, you know what this, what this chain of events, what happens if. If what Barry does succeeds, because there was a an, an event called Flashpoint, yes, which is where the Flash went back. Yeah, there's even a pretty succeed. good uh, video uh, animated video they yes. did for the D- DC well DC group did so, for that came out maybe I think it's about a year ago for that years, one, about a year or two ago. Yeah. So basically, what happens is Barry goes back in time and he saves his mother from being killed by the Reverse Flash. We're talking in the in the animated thing, not in the, in the not, show, not in the flash. I'm talking yeah. about the comic. Or the animated, and what it does is it just changes everything. It changes these the, the history of the universe. Like instead of, um, yeah, not just for Bruce, the Flash, even obviously no, for a for lot of things. Of Bruce Wayne's parents getting killed. Bruce gets killed as a child. So yep. his father becomes Batman. His mother becomes the Joker. Um, it messes things up a lot. <laughs> Barry doesn't. Barry no longer is the Flash because he doesn't have powers. Um, there's actually a very funny, not funny, but crazy scene where he tries to recreate his accident and batman is helping him and instead of it giving him powers he just gets third degree burns when yeah. he gets struck with lightning and all the chemicals but it's so just you know chemicals that, like, and lightning dude what do you think's gonna happen yeah so like um 
it's it's a kind of a very grim Superman lands and the government finds him and sticks him underground so he can't become Superman. Right, Superman's never... really messed up. Yeah, yeah. So like it changes the it doesn't doesn't, very... doesn't grow up with the the wholesome Kents at all or anything. No. And then Wonder Woman's a bad guy. I mean, it's everything is very very messed up. So Barry gets to his house and he's he he knows that not only is th- the Reverse Flash there, but his a future version of himself is fighting him there so he know they say listen you can't do anything until they're out of the house but then when he looks through the door his future self holds up his hand saying now we're talking about the tv show right the tv show sorry now we're back on the show so his so he sees his future self and his future self holds up his hand to him saying don't do it kind of like nods and kind of like yeah, he he basically gives him the like, don't do this. You don't want to do you did, like it's, I've been there. <laughs> and, now, did you expect that when you watch? You know, we're, no, we're now we're talking about like I the season was, finale. Do you think yeah, did this you, is the last episode? Yeah, so I mean, I, I not, thought they I were going to mess with it. I thought it was basically a would have been a way for them to mess with history. He would go yeah. back. Things would be really basically like Flashpoint. You know, with things would be messed up badly. And then we would be left with sort of like a season-ending cliffhanger. He's got to fix fix it, you know. If they were going to do a flashpoint, I'm like, wow, they could actually have this be affected in Arrow if that happens. Because, yeah, because, like, I figured he was going to save his mother. But instead, he does not. He closes the door and lets her get killed. Well, it's still not, you know, I mean, who knows? I mean, they had a, you know, it was a good goodbye with his mom. But, but, you know, I mean, I... I, uh, you know, they could certainly still use that situation. Maybe some things will change, and he'll say, "No, I can do it. I know what to do." You know, and and then it still will go wrong, perhaps. But, yeah. So, uh, so Cisco and Professor Stein, who is one half of um, Firestorm, but, yeah, they make him. They make Thawne his little time bubble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and basically, he's like, "I'm. We're. He's getting ready to leave because the wormhole is now stable, and because Perry." Barry didn't do it. Barry comes back through the wormhole and like basically punches through the thing. Now, now I have to ask you about that. Did did you think that Barry did that on purpose, or do you think it was sort of just him flying back through time, running? I don't think I didn't get the feeling that it was like on purpose because he was all messed up afterwards. He was like, okay, that he wasn't at first. When I first saw it, I, I thought. Is he? Is this supposed to be like he's super angry that he couldn't save his mom and he's gonna just go back and try to kill this guy, and, or 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 is it just I'm I'm coming through? Look out! And he and he, the bubbles right there in front of him. And he, I don't know. We'd have to listen to a DVD commentary probably to find out. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I I, I probably think it's just it was just an accident that he wasn't yeah. trying to just stop and him. So. It was, and, and then so then Thawne, the reverse flash, is like, oh, now it's on. Okay, fine. I'm just going to kill everybody now. Way yeah, go, then dude. he basically is, is is they're having a, you know, him and Barry are fighting. He gets Barry basically pretty much gets him down, and and he's about to, he's about to kill Barry, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and then um, he's, he gets disrupted. You hear a gunshot, and it's because Eddie Thawne, who is his distant ancestor like, yeah shoots like himself great 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 grandfather or whatever right yeah so right so eddie his his ancestor shoots himself and and the, the nice prelude to that was eddie was kind of like oh, i'm just a guy you know i don't really mean anything 
even Eobard kind of told him that it, when he had him prisoner, you know, he said something like, right. you're, you're not really, you're nothing, you're nothing. So I, I enjoyed the idea that, you know, he could, you know, he mattered anyway. He made an impact and he sacrificed himself to stop, you know, his whatever, future whatever offspring, you'll call it. So, Right. Yeah, and then I'll you know you have a Back to the Future moment where as Eddie's dying, you know, reverse Eobard is fading and fading, and then he's poof gone, and uh, and Eddie dies, and Iris is there, and all that. So, but of course, even though they kind of said it would be okay, because I think you know Flash made it back in time, right? Wasn't that supposed to be the whole point? Didn't they say like if he made it back in time, everything would be fine? But this little singularity thing starts to expand are you there Uh uh-oh we got dropped sorry i got disconnected hello again it was like it went like wonky like you 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 started echoing like crazy and then it just shut off that's weird well we've got a little splice point that's all that's all so yeah i think that like he was i think as long as everything was stable he was protected but what i want to know is right so why did the singularity happen anyway was that because he busted the the machine or i don't know whatever it doesn't really matter so then you know there's a big black hole above the city and it's like twirling and swirling and basically you know they you know just like a cyclone you know uh, barry takes off thinking that if he runs whatever some way (laughs) fast enough the other way will stop it or whatever you want to call it i mean it's all pretty sci-fi non-scientific but the effect of it is a pretty impressive with it is getting sucked up and yeah um and then the last shot of him running up the building he's kind of jumping from side yeah from building the in and then little pieces that are floating and just uh, awesome it is for a television show it's 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 amazing and i've read a couple things online about this event is another way for them to kind of create kind of perhaps future or other, excuse me. Um, multiverse. Yes, multiverse. And that's no, well, multiverse and also possibly letting other, uh, you know, characters in from different times and we things. We forgot to mention that at, when in the when before oh, the little Thawne, helmet. Yeah, before Thawne leaves, a, a helmet comes through, which is. Uh, Jay Garrick's helmet, who was the very first Flash, the original uh, Flash, yes, with the who had the like sort of pit helmet uh, or the sorry, I call it a fireman helmet. It looks uh, a little bit. I think it reminds me of like the British uh, soldier helmet in like World War One. Yeah, a little bit. I see. And it has like the wings on it. And um, Jay Garrick was the first Flash back in the 30s and 40s, created by uh, Harry Lambert, Um, and. Uh, so super cool. Uh, so Thawne, Thawne, like look, uh, that I gotta go. <laughs> so like, because you know, which which happens in the comics is that the flashes from all eras are able to interact at certain points because of things of the Speed Force. So you know, yeah. there's Bar- there's Bart Allen, there's Wally West, there's yep. Barry Allen, there's Jay Garrick, and so that will be pretty cool if. I wonder if we're gonna get Wally West. I guess we. I mean, it would have to be Iris's nephew i guess right so yeah yeah the uh you know they they can do a lot with it right now i i also read that um 
as you probably could guess, and maybe most people could guess perhaps, because now you've got time travel mm-hmm. pretty pretty out there. And uh, I've heard that uh, Tom Cavanaugh, Harrison Wells, is, is going to still be a basically Good. a regular character uh, somehow. Well, maybe I know how, because this is what I was going to say. Like, if Thawne never existed, right, basically... Then the real Harrison Wells uh, should real still Harrison be alive. Wells should still be alive. So and that that's would be right, right? Because that I mean that that's correct, right? Then yeah. if unless we're going to say we're having a multi-universe thing going on, and and in this universe he did no, because yeah, that 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 John could just Kavanaugh be is it. not Eobard Thawne. Yeah, Eobard Thawne the real Wells that. should still be around. Right, Eobard Thawne looked. At, I was like, because yeah, the they they basically it. have 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 stopped him from coming back but then you get that wonky kind of like well if he didn't well, come back then then how did barry the become the flash how did the yeah. particle accelerator thing happen but maybe yeah. from that point forward it changed things it doesn't change the past that's one way you could think about it it's kind of like a string theory now we're getting too deep for a friday night yeah. but <laughs> but anyway no uh besides the plot and and this in the story of the flash i you know i love I love the the lightheartedness of a lot of it, even though there are some pretty heavy things going on. Um, I like all the villains; they're kind of they're they're just enough sometimes over the top, you know. Like we had Mark Hamill as the trickster, and they had a picture of him, uh, you know, from the old Flash show in the in the uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they brought in some really cool Captain Cold, you know. His brother, really- his co- is is his sister, right? It's his brother and his sister. His, his, the Captain Cold uh, actor, I believe he's from Prison Break, right? Right. Because yeah, I used to watch he that. He really um, plays it up too. He does. He has. He's obviously having a blast. You know. Why uh, would I become a hero? Yeah. Like, yeah I just love the he, way that he's, just he's like, like a Bond, an old '60s Bond villain. The way I he really, acts, and I'm glad him. that he's going to be on that Legends of Tomorrow show because he's very amusing. Yeah, he he is good. He's fun, and I really enjoyed actually a Prison Break and him on that, especially the first couple of seasons. Of that after that, it got a little ridiculous, but but anyway, uh, yeah. So the, so the show it, it's just I, I it just makes me smile every week to watch. Oh it. yeah. I, I mean I mean we were talking before we started to record about Game of Thrones. We're not going to talk about that. Maybe one day. But talk about polar opposites, you know. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they're just there's just like uh, it, it's it's just it, it's one of the few shows that I almost watch. And I know you you know you've got your son and he goes to bed and all that, yeah. and you guys watch it the next day. And I used to do that with my kids with certain shows. Sure. But it, it, it's like I, I know I love this show because it's it, this show Arrow, one or two other things. I, I watch it basically when they air. Only yeah. rarely will I be watching it like the next day if I'm like traveling or something else is going on or, or whatever, but I, I, I basically watch them, you know, pretty much live. So, so um, the cool thing is now this producer, um, who is Greg Berlanti. Yeah, Greg Berlanti, who's, now, who's, who's worked on both of these. And he's mm-hmm. now creating his own DC TV universe uh, with Supergirl now and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Right, even though Supergirl is on, on CBS, CBS, these two are on CW. Legends of Tomorrow is going to be on CW also, right? I think. Yes. So, yes. Uh, which is so, going mean, to involve uh, the Atom uh, Firestorm, yes? Maybe? Yes, because Professor Stein. Captain Cold, yes. right. Uh, and, well, uh, Canary. 
yeah. Sarah mm-hmm. from uh, they're going to bring her back from Arrow. She's going to uh, be like I'm trying to remember anybody else from Arrow on there. Or is I it saw m- Oh, uh, Adam, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even though we didn't say one thing when we were talking about uh, Arrow, we didn't say one big thing that happened at the end of at the end of uh, Oh, right. Yeah, so, Palmer wait, wait. Uh, the top couple of floors He's playing with his suit. Trying to make it miniaturized. Right, trying to make it miniaturized, and he pushes something, and, like, the whole couple of floors of the top of the Palmer <laughs> tech building just explode. Yeah. So it, 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 it makes him look like he's dead, pretty, but he's obviously not because nobody I, dies I, in these shit. I feel like I, I heard that, you know, that it is. He just shrinks down, so he's not he doesn't get blown up. or. <laughs> but um, I think that. The uh, Supergirl and Flash, I believe they can have crossover. I think that there's been a discussion that this is not like, even though we, it's on CBS, it's still not. It's still in the cards that we are going to have. Yeah, I've I've heard the way I've heard it, Chris is I, I've heard that they're not saying they're going to do it, but they're not saying they're all. But they are saying, let me put this right, they're not saying they they are going to do it, but they're they are saying that it's not um, impossible. Even though they're on different networks, it can happen. It could I, happen. I'm hoping. Um, yeah, we'll you, see if the first year. I mean, I I think that trailer. It's a long trailer. I don't even want to sure call it a trailer. I don't know what it's called. Seven minutes long. Or it's something. a seven minute preview for Supergirl on CBS. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it because it's uh, it's pretty cool. I think I I think they're doing. It looks like it's got a good feel and a good tone to it. I I, I hope it's going to be. It has a sort of flash feel to it more than an arrow feel, even and though I, I like both shows. But I think for a, for this show, what they need to do, I think, is that kind of a style. Yeah, and it's I, why I've it, had trouble with Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, I agree. It's with like, you. dude, I mean, Superman, come on, lighten up, dude. You're Superman. And, I mean, look at the. you look at the. There's they. They're in Variety together, and they they look like yeah on the cover of uh, right the Greg Berlinetti, oh, Berlinetti, and Berlanti. Uh, yeah, and Grant Gustin, The Flash, and the Supergirl girl. Melissa Benoist. Melissa from... Well, the, you know, the interesting thing about that is, you maybe know, Lynn watches the show. I don't really watch it, but uh, both of those actors, Grant and Melissa, Supergirl and Flash, are both from Glee. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I've seen Glee. I didn't know. I didn't even catch that. So that's yeah, she, they were they were both on there, and I and I didn't even mention when you're we talking about Flash. One of the funniest scenes in Flash, and they practically had one or two at least every episode that were just kind of really fun things. They didn't, you know, it wasn't really part of the story. But there's a scene where Caitlin and Barry are at a bar, and Barry, of course, because he's the Flash and has his super metabolism, he can't really get drunk. Right. I think Caitlin makes some special super alcohol one time, and he, what, and, and, but it doesn't still do, do much. It, for, it's it, like he gets drunk for or, about a second, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's about Which it. is hilarious. But anyway, so they're there. She's kind of wasted a little bit, and they go up to sing, and and, and he's like, oh, I, I don't really want to sing. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> sing. And they do this little duet from I think it's from Greece, Greece is a song right summer, summer loving, loving. Yes. And, and he of course is an excellent singer he was on glee and he just you know she's drunk and she's off key and all this stuff and Mr. Barry Allen come on down or up come up here with me oh come show him what you got come on Barry 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 Yeah, I'm not much of a singer. 
And you're not much of a drinker. And you're gonna bring this place down. Okay, just good girl. Get ready. For me, I met a boy cute as can be. The summer days drifting away to uh, all the summer nights. You're fast and you can sing. <laughs> what can't you do? Stop you from drinking, apparently. And and he just like chimes in, and and then she's like staggers back to the bar after the scene, and she's like. You're not only really fast, you can sing too. Is there anything you can't do? <laughs> I didn't know that. I've, I've only seen a few episodes, so. Um, but yeah, they were I, uh, they were both from Glee. I, I'm like pretty soon, you know, they're gonna be, you know, it's gonna be like, okay, who else at Glee can we turn into a, a superhero or something? And but you know, the costumes are great. Like I, I'm looking at her costume; it looks like Supergirl to me. And uh, yeah, you know. I think they did a good job with that. I mean, the Flash's outfit is great. You know, a, a few little things though about that that I think are interesting. I mean, they made a big point in the first few episodes of Flash about like, hey, you can't really run fast in regular because you burn your clothes. Yeah, but they've kind of done that. Yeah, and he always is carrying somebody too. You know, he's always grabbing, picking. I, I, I guess you, I, I put it in like, well, he just goes a little slower. <laughs> it's like I, I, you know, if I'm going like. Mm, 300 miles an hour my clothes won't burn up but if i go 350 they burn up you know so whatever but uh but yeah it's it's great they're both you know both these shows uh i've just been so impressed by a first season of the flash being as good and as fun and as solid and the stories and the acting and uh, it's it's like it's it's more like a third or a fourth season the way it was this year then then you know with everything they let happen uh-huh. you know with, with just like they didn't just sort of play around with villain of the week and the way they built things they had you know separate little stories each week a little bit for the most part but they had this arc going on with Harrison Wells and and Barry getting faster and and the the other side stories of the other characters and and the the way they jump from arrow to flash and flash to arrow uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's great. I, I I think it's a good show that everyone can watch. You know, you know. I agree. I mean, know. especially if you're into um, you know, if you're into superheroes, if you're not, I I, I think even people who aren't really into superheroes could could find something to enjoy about this show. But I think just... so too. It's not it's not like watching like uh, you know, one of the X Men movies or something really geeky nerdy. Or even the, like the Avengers movie. I mean, you just got mostly, you know, you have guests that have powers and stuff, but it's it's basically Barry. And even on the Arrow, it's not there. There aren't really powered people there, so no. it's it's a it's like uh, Hawkeye said in uh, the Avengers. I'm just a guy with a bow and arrow. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> there's a the city is flying, and we're fighting an army of robots. And I have a and I have a bow and arrow or whatever. Right? Yeah, I have a bow and arrow, but I'm going to go out there anyway. Right. So yes. uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm looking forward to uh, to next season for sure. I yeah, mean, and, and, especially and, with the ending, it's like what a cliffhanger, man. Jeez. But, yeah. Um, 
Well, well, the, they both kind of did it a bit, Arrow and Flash, but definitely Flash especially, and and the fact that they're doing this DC Legends of uh, whatever the heck it's called. I, I, Legends I, of Tomorrow. I don't know about that title. It's an odd title. It is an odd title. Why didn't they just call it DC Legends or something like that? How about, like, it, I don't it, know. Or, How about the Justice Society? You know, if you don't, uh, you don't have to. I know Justice League is taken, but you know Justice Society is always available. Yeah, so so they've got a lot of those people from uh, uh, from these shows, and I guess is there only one new one? The the uh, Rip the, Hunter, Rip Hunter, the time traveling guy, played by uh, Rory from, from right, who who Doctor just who. happens to basically pretty much look like he's playing Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yes, yeah, with yeah, a trench coat. Yeah, and... he's got a. <laughs> He just doesn't have a blue police box that he travels. Rip Hunter is a, is a comic character. This is not. This is a, and he's a time traveler. So yeah. So th- that looks like basically a team that that specifically goes through different points and places in time, which is cool to 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 help and stop certain things from happening. It's almost like um, uh, what am I thinking? Time of? tunnel or one of the old no, shows? No, no, or... like as a superhero. A super with, with Superboy. Um, the um, Legion of Superheroes, where like he gets taken from where he is, and he spends like all that time with the League Legion of Superheroes in like the future, and then he goes. Back oh to right, okay. Time. Yeah, when he was Superboy. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay. It could be cool. I don't know. I mean, I love, and it's not going to be uh, like a huge show. I believe it's a mid-season show, and I think it's going to be like what twelve episodes. I hear. Oh, it. is that? It's not starting until uh, mid next year, or yeah, like early twenty sixteen, or whatever. Yeah. That's I'm gonna I, call it after the Force Awakens because that's my my, my new exactly. my new target in life of uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be like post Force Awakens. Oh, so wait, 2016 will actually be one AFE. AFA. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so one AFA. Oh, I was listening to uh, Jen and Angela's uh, Phantom Menace uh, podcast today, and uh, right. it, it just got me stirred up for uh, for Force Awakens stuff. Uh, I you know. High hopes, well, just, high hopes, I'm, pumped I'm up. I'm just kind of pretending like it doesn't exist until I have more because I it just I, I am trying to go na 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 you know and closing my ears and stuff. I, I can't handle the weight. I can't handle like. You can handle you, the weight. I don't want to. I don't want to know too much. Obviously, you know, and and as I've said many 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 times, and okay. I think they seem to be keeping a pretty tight lid on it. You know, I yeah, I. I, um, I I, I am very impressed. People think it's some people think and and think it's a little uh, wrong. And you know there are people that'll be like you know. But I'm very impressed these days with the days of the internet and hundreds and hundreds of people working on these things that they can keep a lid on anything. That's you know, true. I, I, I so whatever J J Abrams does or how much he pays people to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> so. Uh, I I just I just feel like I just want to go there and have a good time that opening night, you know, or or day or whatever time or whatever I go. I uh, agree. I, I I mean I'm looking forward to it, and I just don't want I don't really want to know the story. I just want to. It's kind of like when Shatner shows up all of a sudden at a convention, you know, with a day's notice. It's like, oh wow, that's cool. <laughs> well, I will. Here's the thing. I'm going to see that movie. I'm. That's going to be like the first day of my Christmas vacation. From work, so uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I will be seeing it multiple times. Probably true for a lot of people because I think that's yeah. like the Friday of the week before yes. Christmas, right? So that I'll it comes out the 18th that. of uh, yeah. I'll be taking that day off and the rest of the next week, so I'll certainly be, you know, 
And if they do like they've been doing it, it it'll probably be nighttime shows the day before, unless yeah. they do something a little different with this one. You know, like I saw Avengers uh, a few weeks ago. You know, they did they used to do the midnight things, and they still kind of do them. But the Thursday before that that May first opening day in the mm-hmm. U.S. at least, I saw it at like seven o'clock that night on Thursday. Huh. Yep. And and I've I've talked to some people about it, and it comes down to basically this: the the movie theaters. I don't know how much say or pull or what they did, but they said, "Well, we don't we we don't like only having this one midnight show the night before. We it's hard to get people to work at that time, and we can get much we can we can show it two or three times the the night before, and they with many of these movies they've allowed that to happen." And then they don't. No one seems to have a problem with it. At least here in Michigan, I don't know hmm. if that's a, if you ever see that in Florida for any of these. But uh, check out the next time something else big opens, and and see if you can watch it like at eight o'clock the night before if you want. Because I never, yeah. re- I never was really into the going to those midnight show things. I I, I couldn't do it. I, I I'm barely functional at rate right now. It's like ten thirty or whatever. <laughs> I know. Well, we went so, to see Avengers on opening day. And it was. Did you go packed. during the day? No, it was night. It was like prime okay. time, so it yeah. was, it was packed. But I bet, yeah. You know, it was. It's always. I I kind of enjoy the. I do. We we thing. had a pretty good audience. I mean, we we didn't. It wasn't like people didn't know it was out on that Thursday in in my area at least. I mean, our our theater was probably two thirds, three quarters full, or so. Mm-hmm. wasn't packed, packed, but um, and it was an earlier evening show too. It wasn't. You got a little window of, uh, you know, my son for a while uh, was working at a movie theater. And, you know, he used to say that, like, you get later at night, 9, 10 o'clock. That's when it gets really busy because that's when all the teenagers go. Yep. Yeah, and that's about what time we went to. So Yeah, those those times can be really busy. But if you go, like, to a 6 o'clock or, you know, even up to 7 maybe, it's not really that bad a lot of times. Unless it's some mega movie like a Star Wars comes out. Oh yeah, and I mean, I, I remember. I mean, I've gone. I like, I, I gave up midnight shows a long time ago because holy cow, I just can't do it anymore. Because well, I'll, some I of guess. these movies are long too. Yeah, so exactly. if you go I, see, you go see one of these like Avengers was what two and a half almost two twenty two twenty five counting like, getting out of there. So so yeah, and you're there at least half hour forty five minutes. So you're, you know, you're getting out of a movie theater at like three a.m. You know, or something. You know, or or, or getting home at three or three thirty in the morning if you go to one of those. You know what broke me from that is uh, Return of the King. That oh, was... I th- I thought for sure you were gonna say a uh, some Lord of the Rings movie because you know I, it, they're it crazy cured... long already. Yeah, and I think I went to sleep at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, it was like, and that, that was like when those multiple endings were really. I and I understood the reason. More people... hugging, more hugging. Yeah, more like, goodbyes. Oh, just just please go. get on the ship, Gandalf. Go or you no? Know. I mean, I was okay with it the next time I saw it, which was during the day. I took my sister. And uh, I it was I was not, I was fully awake, but for some reason, like the midnight show thing was like kind of a thing I did for a long time, and it was sort of like a kind of a group thing we all did. And I think that we all looked at each other after that, and we're like, yeah, no more of this, this is enough. Yeah, man. you turn to each other and you kind of go, oh, yeah. Well, what hey, let's af- let's officially wrap up this podcast yep. at least, and then and then you know whatever. But uh, any last little bit of words of uh, anything you know, like you know, hey. Give these shows a, a shot if you've never oh, watched absolutely. them. I mean, you know, there's no, I, no I question. I know that 
everybody's a Marvel nut, and I'm certainly no, not a, a mystery to Marvel. I've been reading Marvel comics. And well, I'm come excited. on, Chris. It's 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 widely known that Marvel does movies, you know, amazing, and and DC can't, and DC does amazing TV shows, and Marvel does. Yeah, yeah. I'll defend a little yeah. Agents of Shield, but you can defend it all you want. It's I know, I know. Hey. Um, it's, just, they, it's, it's only interesting when it ties in with a movie, and unfortunately for them, they only had one movie this year. But anyway, um, a point being, yeah, but, you know, uh, these, anyway, these shows are, gonna, are great, though. Yes, the, these, these shows are, they, yeah. they are they, they're building their own little universe, and I enjoy it. I get, I have gotten, like, many geek-out moments, like, when... You know, oh, yeah, really have so many geek-out moments. I mean I, I mean, I like the Avengers movie, for example, but you get, you know, you get a... Even Marvel, with all their churning out, you know, we've got Ant-Man coming out. My point is every week we can have a fun, you know, mini movie. Uh, yes. You know, you watch Arrow and, and, and Flash, you've got, you know, 90 minutes or so of cool superhero stuff. Well, we waited, what, three years for another Avengers movie? So, yeah, right. this stuff is great. And, yeah. and now next year we're going to have a couple more, Supergirl, uh, The Legend Show. So, and, and, and not, not to mention the Netflix stuff they're doing. Mar- Marvel finally got their crap together with Daredevil. It's fantastic. Um, Come on, you got to do an you got to do an Arnold fantastic. It's it's fantastic. There's yeah. guys getting their heads chopped. There's off. a lot of punching. You know, lots it's of a punching. Very brutal <laughs> show. Like, don't watch. I don't think you should let your kids watch it. If that is not a kid show. I think it should be like, basically, you know, it, 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 it's borderline PG-13, borderline. Well, I mean, it, it is past PG-13. It's borderline P, between PG-13R, in my it's opinion. It's very brutal. I mean, in a couple of things. Gets his head crushed yeah, it, by it, a cardboard. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – but I will say this. as a uh, Daredevil is one of my favorite Marvel guys. I love the street-level heroes, and he's – Kind yeah, what's like, the next? Uh, what's the next? Uh, uh, Jessica Drew, or, yes. or what is it? Is that what they're doing next? Uh, for for uh, you know, I've heard very little about Spider- when and Spider Woman, right? Uh, but I'm not sure when that. And aren't they doing a Luke Cage or something too? Luke Cage, and then there's going to be Iron yeah. Fist. Yeah, so so I, I'm not sure if we're getting another one. I mean, it's obviously going to be a while before another run of Daredevil comes out, but. Uh, and I've and still got have, actually. I know you've got episodes left to watch of that. I've still okay. got a couple left. I just finished watching the one with uh, with Stick, who is uh, Scott Carpenter, the actor who is plays a pretty good Stick. Oh yes, yeah. Well, you're you're moving along, but uh, sorry. But anyway, the um, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I heard a little weird sound, like a Skypey bloop bloop. bloop. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure when those other uh, Marvel Netflix shows are coming on. I've I don't know. I haven't even seen a schedule. I know that they're all supposed to eventually team up in the Defenders. So. Right, right. So, uh, so, but that's cool stuff. But yeah, yeah, these shows are great. So watch yes. them. Uh, thanks for listening. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, listen. I'm going to do a little plug for uh, my own show. Which do is it. Star- do it. Which is the uh, Star Wars stacks. Oh, I uh, thought it was going to be like the 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 Chris home gardening show or something. Yeah, right. exactly. Oh, no. it's Star Wars stacks. Star Wars stacks. Oh which... yeah, that's where you guys completely ignore the old expanded universe and you talk about only the new books, right? Not <laughs> even true. We started. <laughs> I know. With... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I we... love it. You guys do a good job. Yes, and uh, basically what we do is review one book a month. Um, we do. We do. Um, we do shows every other week, though. We have a uh, a show in the middle where we just talk about the news, especially since with the new movie. So, what's the out. next book coming? 
What's the next? Our next book that we're reviewing, which is going to be our next show, right? We just put out episode 20, which me and Joe uh, completed uh, last week, where we just sort of had to talk about news and we do a top five list, uh, which was a, one of our new features. But however, um, our next book, book is a, is the Lords of the Sith. Oh, the, the Sith Lords or whatever, right? Lords yeah. of the Sith. Lords of the Sith. Sith. Okay. Like, wanna... like Lord of the Dance. Or... Right. Yeah. I don't okay. want to... Um, Good. to uh, put okay. on front street but it's 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 a very so far very enjoyable so we'll be reviewing that uh in about a week or so cool uh, as per this cool. broadcast so they're keeping up with enough the timing of these books as they've been coming out is has been a good uh, timing are they are they coming out quicker or less or or uh, um no you know i mean seems to be a pretty been, good pace for your show we've been lucky because like uh, because we only do one a month and then we have yeah. like I think we've had four books. This is the fourth one. Yeah. Um, we've been actually doing new books. We haven't had to go back. We did one old one, and we did a, a yeah, old, new an dawn or something, book. right? Or we did or older, an old Republic book in between. Yeah. And then we had from we had the Luke Skywalker book, which was uh, Heir to the Jedi, which yeah. was very very enjoyable. And then we did a review of Rebels. Which was not a book, we right? Just sort of the Rebels the show, season. which is which now, is uh, which is great, and and yeah. second season is looks. Crazy good. So I mean, we, yeah. we we had really good timing. We we did we we started off on this yeah. podcast doing a review of the book Kenobi when we covered uh, one of your we did one of your shows and we all kind of decided that we yeah, should just which do is this a great all book. the time yeah. And what's really cool is that there's going to be a book coming out in September called Aftermath, which picks up uh, officially now right after Return of the Jedi, and we will get to see what really happened to uh, everybody and how we how that will tie yeah into yeah what really happened I'm like, and uh, how that will tie into right the Force I, I'm trying so to we're, keep we're, cool we're and excited. an open mind I'll read it I'll read it of course but well, uh, of course I mean and we don't read them what we really audio books because of our review schedule we we need to listen to them so that we can get our reviews up in a yeah. timely manner. But, um, well, it's exciting so times. You know, it is. It's obviously, comics, you know. We have we talk about the comics because those are everything sort of canon now, I guess. And Well, it's an interesting time to be a Star Wars fan. And uh, Yes, it is. It is. Well, good. Uh, you guys, it's a great show. And, uh, yeah, everyone check out Star Wars Stacks. And thanks, Chris, for, uh, you know, taking time for your early part of the Memorial Day weekend to record. This will go out next week and yada, 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 yada. Everybody <laughs> check out uh, two two things I'm going to plug, at least. You know, obviously check out Trucks and Sci-Fi Online, Facebook group, and so forth. And then also I've got a thing going on with Patreon. So go mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, it's a way to fund. It's a cool crowdsourcing funding thing for podcasts and all kinds of things people are working on, movies, stuff. Go yeah. over to patreon.com slash treks and sci-fi. Awesome. So uh, thanks again, and watch The Flash and Arrow. Get caught up over the summer if you haven't watched them yet or you're a little behind. What's wrong with you, geeks? Come on. Come on. I, I, I just, I always have to, I tell people basically, you know, if you like this kind of stuff, if you watch a couple episodes, you'll be completely hooked. So there's, Absolutely. It's not, uh, this isn't even like a, a, a semi-recommendation. It's just, you know, I can't be Where's more. the demand? Go yeah. do it now. I will, I will tape your eyes open. You must watch, watch them all. My By son, it's problem. funny with Daredevil uh, and one last thing, you know, is like, 
Dad, I don't understand how you can like watch one of those episodes and just stop and then watch like yeah. one like a, a week later. And I said that's because I, I have discipline. Yeah. You know, although they they do make it hard on those those episodes. They they leave you in a spot like, oh my god, I I, I just one more I gotta watch. But I uh, like I like kind of stopping because for what happens when you binge watch, as you know, is stuff runs together. And I like to kind of soak them in and kind of. I like, do, I do, and it and it and I know it's going to be a long haul before we get more. Right. I, I mean, you know what? It came out like a month ago or whatever. I mean, I'm, I've got a couple of few episodes left to watch. So, I mean, it's like, you know, the biggest mm-hmm. thing for me has been I, I haven't really wanted to. I've been trying to avoid, you know, what other people have been saying about it. So if anybody posts anything up, I don't kind of read it. And, no. Uh, all right. Well, all thanks. Right. Hang on the line a second. And uh, this will uh, do it for us. So thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye. Adios. Adios. <laughs> Say it. Come on, you gotta stay hasta la vista, baby. Hasta la vista, baby. Bartok again with another Treks in Sci-Fi music moment. One soundtrack and a few words. For today's moment, I'm going to talk about track number 8 to the movie soundtrack Tomorrowland, titled Pin Ultimate Experience. Now, Walt Disney Pictures originally announced the film under the working title 1952 and later retitled it to Tomorrowland after the futuristic theme park of the same name found at Disney Parks. Director Brad Bird and Damon Lindelof's screenplay was heavily influenced by Walt Disney's optimistic philosophy of innovation and utopia, such as his conceptual vision for the planned community known as Epcot. Composer Michael Giacchino's star continues to rise although by now I would have to say he is already near or at the top of the A-list of Hollywood composers. So far in just 2015, he has provided the soundtrack to Jupiter Ascending and Tomorrowland, with Jurassic World due out June 12. And who listening to this podcast is not going to rush out to see that? Others say that his music to Jupiter Ascending is perhaps his best yet, Personally, I'm still digesting it, but yes, it is really good. I did a short eight-minute Treks and Sci-Fi music segment about Michael Giacchino and his music to the 2009 J.J. Abrams Star Trek film in Treks and Sci-Fi episode number 226. Since that time, he has composed the music for a number of notable films, including Land of the Lost, Checkmate, Super 8, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, John Carter, Star Trek Into Darkness, Dawn of the Planet of Apes, and also for the TV series Lost, Alcatraz, and Fringe. Michael is well known for his sense of humor and liking to use puns to name his tracks. For example, in Tomorrowland, there is the track Home Wheat Home, instead of Home Sweet Home, and the track What an Eiffel, instead of What an Eiffel, and Sphere and Loathing, instead of Fear and Loathing, and it goes on. 
The soundtrack I have chosen for this music moment is titled Pen Ultimate Experience instead of Pen Ultimate Experience, alluding to the Tomorrowland pin that when matched to your DNA immediately transport you to the Tomorrowland alternate reality. Penultimate Experience is one of the seven tracks that I have rated five stars out of five stars. It begins with a dramatic entrance, but has both soft and fast-paced symphonic passages, and includes the main cue used by Michael throughout the movie. I love the optimistic feeling of this track, so full of hope for the future, with solid horns, an easy-to-follow melody, and then the soft landing at the end. See if the fast-paced piano riff partway through isn't reminiscent of the repeating cues of composer Philip Glass, whose music you may know from The Truman Show. And now, here is Penultimate Experience.
I really hope you enjoyed that as much as I have each time I played it. Thank you, Michael Giacchino, once again for enriching our lives. The 78-minute Tomorrowland film score is available electronically on iTunes and will be available in physical format as of June 2, 2015. Well, I hope you enjoyed this music and sci-fi music moment. And now back to you, Rico. You've been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi with Rico Dosti. TreksInSciFi.com